I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. A young nigga got it bad because I'm brown and not the other color. So police think they had the authority to kill a minority. Fuck that shit because I ain't the one for a punk motherfucker with a badge and a gun to be beaten on and thrown in jail. We can go toe to toe in the middle of a cell. Fucking with me because I'm a teenager with a little bit of gold and a pager. Searching my car looking for the product. Thinking every nigga is selling narcotics. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And it is a Tuesday. Which means it's time to talk about The Walking Dead, a.k.a. Day Walking. Mm-hmm. That's right. The show goes on here. Uh, we also have uh, the homie extraordinaire who always comes through uh, to review the show with us. It's everybody's favorite, Jay Lemon. What's up, Jay? <laughs> Man, you know, you had to excuse my cousin Don. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, sometimes he just says some yeah. shit. But we're going to, don't worry, Thanksgiving, we got him. Okay, all right. I might show up to your house. For we got him. Day. Thanksgiving, you know, we got him. Break the wishbone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I talked to his mama, auntie. You know, mm-hmm. she said, you know, he always been a little special. So you know. Well, I know he likes to come up <laughs> there, and he doesn't eat the collard greens. <laughs> oh, oh he, you know, he bring his own separate meal. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like, oh, I brought vegan. I brought some ve- <laughs> some vegan chitterling loaf uh, for everyone if oh. they would like some of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one eats his potato salad ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, he only bring enough for him. That's the like, <laughs> like he bring enough for two helpings if he chooses to have that second helping for um, himself. Yep, he only brings enough for himself. He, you know, he has his own fold up chair. He bring, he sits in, mm. uh, just and like, he sits close to the door. He just real, <laughs> he, he just real peculiar, man. Yeah, Not, like he again, putting out napkins and shit, tucking them in his collar. None mm. of the babies want to play with him. You know, and you know, mm. that's the thing. That's how you know you can't trust somebody if a baby start crying anytime they get near him. Mm-hmm. And he's that, he's that one person in the family. He's like a Terminator with dogs. Like they just, <laughs> the babies can sense it. Yep. And they just walk away. Um, <laughs> what you, speaking of Thanksgiving, man, what are you doing for Thanksgiving, man? You got big family plans? Um, yes and no. So this year my mom decided to, um, she wants to cook. Um, but you know, as being the only child, it's like, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, how much are you talking about cooking? Uh, so she was like, well, just get a small ham from the Honey Baked Town. So, you know, it's just going to be us three. Um, and then, you know, I still got to go by Mama Forney House. Mm-hmm. Um, go by there. So. Are you going to do African American Friday? Uh, hopefully not, since I'm having to go out on Thursday. Now, um, when you say having to go out on Thursday, what do you mean? Y'all going shopping too? Yes. Well, Turk, it's a phone out that's coming out on, on Thursday. Mm. And Turk decided she wants to get the phone. So, obviously, I have to go out uh, with her. I can't help I help the crazies by herself. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, so that's the thing. If your girl want to go shopping on Black Friday or Thanksgiving, you almost had to go with her because so many people getting stomped to death. Right. Yep. Like, you, like you might be the difference between her living and dying. Yep. Um, people get, you know, especially down here, man, people getting robbed on Black Friday, mm-hmm. um, Thanksgiving Day, all that stuff. So it's you a know, lot of violence, rioting and looting. It's African-American Friday. It's the main reason I grew my, um, it's the main reason I've been growing this beard out so I can look more intimidating. So yeah. people can be like, oh no, he might fight back. Right. You just want to give him a second <laughs> to think about it. And then they push over an old lady and step on the stroller yep. instead to get to that, <laughs> that, right. that $300 the, television. They go around this old lady. She ain't got long to live anyway. 
right exactly you know should have got my death panels obama um <laughs> man why did this lady try to friend me today on uh facebook and you know i knew something was up because i had never heard of her before mm-hmm. okay she didn't come up in your friend of a friend suggestion listing yeah i had never heard of her before so i, I should have known right then like you know it doesn't even, like normally it tells me like oh this person is your is like a friend and y'all have this many friends in common Amen. and stuff like that well i didn't get anything this time so you so know just i just clicked on it on good faith like well you know what everybody can't be evil so you know let me click on it maybe she knows me from facebook or twitter or something um and i clicked on it and uh the third post down she was blaming obama for uh <laughs> for race relations she said seven years ago race relations was so much better did you unfriend her oh immediately okay i sent her a message and i was like look um what did i say i said did you mean to request me as a friend on here and she says yes i love the comment you made and i couldn't see your facebook i have never sent a friend request unless i know someone but it felt right and keep in mind the comment that she favorited was actually um a joke i made about ferguson where i was like (laughs) and the joke was like um you know uh i don't mind the water hoses that they're using on the protesters but could they at least include a slip and slide into the uh detention vans now see i i intentionally stay off of social media today i have been oh no 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 i made this joke six months ago oh <laughs> oh she just not finding it she just found it today and thought it was hilarious so, or more importantly i don't think she thought it was a joke i think she actually thought did you that's i agree with that black man they need to just put them i mean it's better than getting shot with a gun so what's the problem right and uh i was like yeah that that's i don't think this is gonna work out you know like i, I had to i had to hit her up and and, and like tell her that you know um like I, I and i told her straight up like i didn't try to pull the uh you know like you know how people always try to like talk around what they really want to say and shit uh i told her i said uh man no offense diane but <laughs> you're dying. i saw something on your page blaming obama for the state of race relations right now i don't think we're gonna be a good fit and then she said okay i understand so she was she was cool about it i think that no offense is what helped me out <laughs> Otherwise, you'd have been reported as spam and deleted. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, you better than me. You be want to talk or be rationable. I was like, unfriend? You, you just won't see shit no more. But you know what I found out, too, man? Like, when people want to request you as a friend on Facebook and you deny it, they can still see your shit. As yeah. though almost as, as if you actually accepted the friend request. Yeah. I was like, this some bullshit. Yeah. Oh, because uh, I think somebody's grandma tried to friend me, and I don't know if they were the grandma, but they had somebody old in their picture, and I didn't want to take the chance. Right. So I was like, nope. I actually took people off of the fucking follow. I turned my follow function off because people can follow you on there and see all your posts and not be your friend. Oh, maybe that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, I turned that shit off. And fuck that. You got to be my friend, nigga. Oh, I need to approve this relationship. I thought my, I, my setting is friends only. Yeah, I think I may have turned it on by accidentally oh, at some no. point. I don't know. I don't remember exactly how it happened, honestly. Yep. And, I, you know, you can check for yourself on your own accounts. Just go to settings. And then there, on the left side, there should be something that said, um, you know, 
something that says like followers and the the biggest reason why i do that because facebook is really fucking great for these fucking updates and will reset all your shit Mm -hmm. where you be posting shit and your shit would just be public and you don't even know it right so i constantly go back in to check make sure all my settings say friends and only friend of a friend can request if I could turn that shit off. Well, I even, would too. Even followers though is different. That's a different. That's not even under friends. You can have it set so just friends can see your stuff, but people can still go in and follow you, and they can see all your stuff too. I don't want you goddamn following me without well, my. Well, we'll check after the show, Karen. Okay. Thank Face- you. Facebook of the devil. It it really is. They be putting your info out there. You don't even be meaning for it to get out. Next thing you know, you know you can't go to the family cookout because everybody knows how you feel about some bullshit um yo yeah and i saw that post to you made the one you was talking about um bill cosby yeah and a relative responded yeah, my aunt got got in there with some people and I shit saw, yo I, and i saw ty diamond <laughs> i wasn't gonna call him it's out. all right man it's cool it's cool i gonna call him out but yo i saw that i was like yep a little too far yeah i had it's, to be like hey man it's my aunt let's not be disrespectful even though she was like, you know, <laughs> I, I can handle it myself, nephew. I was like, come on, man. Not on my page. Not on my, <laughs> these are my friends and my fans, family, like, yeah. and my family. Like, can y'all all recognize that this, this ain't the, the Maury audience? This is actually <laughs> real people. And I would like for y'all to either get along or at least respectfully disagree. Well, so this is the thing. I thought I read it and I only read some of the comments. Yeah. But then I was like, but wait. Actually, Ty, not in the wrong necessarily. I know, but it's my family, dog. Like, I still gotta go to Thanksgiving. It doesn't matter. Like, right, right and wrong don't give, it don't even fucking matter at that point. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like if I came in your house and started arguing with Turk. It's like, well, hold up now, damn it. This, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah, like, uh, you know, this ain't, you ain't gotta stay here. You know, you up here, uh, throwing shit up in the, um, in the Kool-Aid. You ain't got a a fight in, in the, uh, in the match. I'll be kicking you out with whispering to you. Right. Come on, bro. I know you're right, but you know I can't. Yeah. Come on, man. You know she be tripping and shit. What what you doing? You want to see me with a black eye? Yeah. I I don't want to come to the shit with a black eye. Yeah. I was like, you know, I was like, basically like, hey, that's my aunt and stuff. And he actually was real cool about it. And he felt bad about it. And I was like, well, don't feel too bad. <laughs> just, you know, just got to keep it respectful, man. Because he amped her up more. And she right. was already crunk. And then another nigga came in a day later and was like, look, why don't you explain your point of view to my aunt? And I was like, nigga, it's already over. I solved it peacefully a day ago. The fuck are you doing? <laughs> Damn. Bringing up old shit. You missed it. If you didn't catch it live. You you missed it. Read the comments, then that's the replay. You don't get to go through it all over again. You missed it. Please explain to me how it is Bill Cosby didn't know. Stop. You c- call some other people, and, and y'all have a fight on your page. Good grief. Hate Facebook fights, man. They really are the fucking... <laughs> the, the, it's really the worst shit ever, man. <laughs> it's so entertaining. Yeah. For outside parties looking in. I mean, I already, I already have a very controversial views on things as is. You know, like I, I'll be the first person to say it here and I know y'all probably, hey, look, these are my views, not Justin and Karen. I'm not a fan of Don Lemon. Yeah, I said it. Oh, you, you yeah, know, I said, I know, I know I'm all the way out there. Hopefully, I hope, I hope, I hope I'm not offending anybody. Karen, well, I, I'm, I'm offended. I'm offended. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Um, I'm offended because you didn't include me as, <laughs> as that being how I feel too. Cause fuck him. 
That's what, that's what, actually why I'm offended. You could have included me, <laughs> me in the statement. I'm just saying. Shit. Sometimes I go off the deep end. I don't want y'all people to feel, you know, you know, we probably lost some followers just now. Probably people now stop paying for the show. They don't want to be premium listeners no more because they know I don't like Don Lemon now. And I, I apologize for making y'all feel bad, but I won't take it back. I'm just not a fan. But do they listen to what he actually says? I don't know. I don't know if they do or not. Because, like, I don't watch his show at all. But, you know, every, every now and then a clip of him will be put on a timeline or something like that. And I'd be mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's stupid. Why that's, he, wait, Why is he still on TV? Because he's stupid. He really is uh, the worst type of person. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, he, I don't know how, like, he has to be single and has no friends at all whatsoever. Like, the studio producer is like, man, you want to go get beer? And the studio producer like, nah, you know, I got plans. I got to wash my hair. Like, you know, and this is a bald-headed dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, uh-huh. like, I just imagine him being a very lonely person. Um, and that's why he says the thing he says. Cause yeah. He, I hate him. I, I Almost as much as Dwayne Wade. So like, what should we do first, man? Should we do the Ferguson stuff first? Or should we do the Walking Dead stuff first? And then Ferguson? Or, like... I don't care either way, but we got to talk about both of them at some point. So it's up to you guys. Um, Walking Dead. Let's. All right. We can do Happy. And then, then go to Ferguson. And then, then Ferguson. Then get yeah. back to the jokes. And then Beyonce. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I almost mm. got. Oh, ooh, we got Beyonce? Oh, yeah. He promised me today because we didn't cover yesterday. You was not going to forget. I'm not going to forget, Cam. I can't wait. All right. So, so have y'all seen that gift of Beyonce? I've seen the whole video. The naked. I'm talking about the naked photos of Beyonce. The, no, why don't you just hit me up on Twitter with that? I, I, I sure will. Thank you. All right, episode seven of season five, Crossed, directed by Billy Gerhardt, mm-hmm. uh, written by Seth Hoffman, who also half wrote uh, Self Help, um, and uh, had 13.33 million viewers watch live. Uh, this is uh, basically the story of Daryl returning with Noah to the church, mm-hmm. getting Rick and the crew on board to go back with a strike team to figure out the best way to get Beth and Carol out of the hospital, hospital, which is run by Dawn alive. And, uh, they hatch a plan. And, uh, meanwhile, you have, uh, father Gabriel back at the church losing his sanity. You have the group, um, of Eugene with Eugene and uh, Abraham that is now falling apart and how they're trying to pick up the pieces after discovering that Eugene didn't know fuck all about DC or anything about curing some walking uh, dead disease. And then uh, lastly, we have Beth's uh, negotiations in the hospital to try to find a way to save Carol's life. Um, Let's get everybody's overall view of the episode Justin, what did you think of Crossed? Oh, another excellent episode. Um, just 
it was an episode with action and at the same time it provided information for mm-hmm. upcoming episodes. Yeah, it was kind of cool that they got back to switching around so that we see all the groups and not just one story this week. I think uh, people were kind of getting a little restless with the, even though they were good to me, they were getting yeah, me restless too. with the idea of like not getting to see what everybody was up to. Karen. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. It was, uh, I like just the storytelling and kind of filling in. And I did like the fact that it was like, you was almost seeing everybody in real time, even though they were in all these different locations, you were kind of seeing what everybody was doing at the same time. And I really liked that. All right, cool. Well, uh, I guess let's get into this review. Um, it opens up with, um, uh, Daryl and Noah having returned to the church and they are breaking everything down that they can use to defend the church mm-hmm. and refortifying the building. Uh, Sasha has an axe that she's tearing up the pews. She's beating the hell out of that pew. They're using the organ pipes as spikes to put it into the front of the door so that they can, you know, walkers might stick themselves on the spike or whatever. Um, you know, just basically tear the church up. Tear the church up. <laughs> Literally. Um, from top to bottom. Um, and Tyrese was helping Daryl get the organs, the organ parts down. And Daryl kind of like asked about Sasha and Tyrese was basically like, she not taking it too good. And Daryl just was like, oh, okay. And then just walked home by like, oh, yeah, she happens. Right. Um, but Tyrese looked really worried about Ty- uh, Sasha at the time. That's because he know he changed. Mm-hmm. Like she, she became his protector because he don't want to kill nobody anymore. Mm-hmm. So he was like, "Well, both of us can't be weak." Uh, you know, before when they would go into places and in groups, remember they one of them was strong, the other one would be weak in the new groups, and they mm-hmm. kind of balanced each other out. But both of them can't be weak in a group. I've been thinking a lot about Tyrese. I actually don't think his characters changed. I feel like he's always been kind of soft quote unquote for mm-hmm. lack of a better word yes and i think that that's just the way he is and i don't think it's ever gonna go back like i mean i don't think he's ever been hard even after he lost karen he was more emotional and frustrated than actually like uh, yeah, yeah like he wasn't like i wait till i get my hands on who did this i'm gonna kill her i'm gonna kill well kill him or her because he didn't know it was carol but like, he just never really had that edge to him. Mm-mm. He just was angry as shit. Um, but yeah, so, um, you know, they, they're basically sitting up there breaking everything down and Father Gabriel is just tripping and he talks to Daryl and he outside and he's like, are you going to take the cross too? <laughs> Cause he basically was looking in his house, like in the church, like y'all fucking my house up. I've been using this, keeping it in pristine shape. Uh, by not allowing anybody in here helping him by doing my civic duty as a priest. I wanted him to say, nigga, so bad. Like, that was the first time I wanted, I like, I wanted somebody to call him nigga when you mm-hmm. asked that question. Yeah, he, he's up here looking like, y'all not gonna take y'all shoes off before y'all walk into the church? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like they found you on a rock about to have your ass eaten. Right. Um, and you were heard about the goddamn cross? Yeah. Like, he just has like, church privilege you know what i mean like he's never been outside of the church really no so he don't really understand like the whole time he don't really understand what's been going on outside of the 
sanctuary and this is kind of the best humanity has to offer outside the sanctuary mm-hmm. we've seen how other groups handle this shit oh, right he been dead. yeah oh. he would have been dead in so many groups he would have been a sex slave mm-hmm. <laughs> um i a did food? i did to people i, <laughs> I did right. take notice though it was kind of odd that they were making so much noise working on the church um and no zombies came up it's like they had they ham- hammers nails <laughs> like they were damn near doing everything out there except yelling, come on, zombies. And the baby was crying. <laughs> yeah, nobody was worried about it. But that's what's kind of crazy. That's how secluded he is or was from everything. Right. He probably not um, even near the big city. Like you talked, mm-hmm. like you talked about in previous episodes on this show that, you know, he was away from everything. So that's probably why he escaped and nobody's really found him yet. Right. Or that church. But, yeah. Cause if he'd have been like, he's probably like in, um, uh, Cornelius or Hickory or someone like that, like, you know, and not really in like the city of Charlotte. So it's one of those things where you're far enough where there's people out there, but not enough people for people to actually find you unless they actually know how to get there. Now let's keep in mind, this does not take place in the city of Charlotte. And a lot of people listening don't know shit about the city of Charlotte or the cities around it. I, I know, but okay. All right. Well, let's, let's just say, uh, not the main city of Atlanta, then. Not and, the main city of Atlanta. Yeah, like he, so he's somewhere outside of Atlanta. Um, but I'm making up my own map, damn it! Follow me, people. All right. <laughs> um. So all right. So they. So they're basically like, um. You know, we're taking all this shit to cross, and you know, Daryl basically told him like, if I need to cross, I'm gonna take it. So you know. <clears throat> all the similars don't mean shit to me correct rick walks around to the side he's talking with michonne and he's like uh i'm gonna go with a group and we're gonna get carol only thing is you know i'm not gonna let carl come with us and she was like well then just let me go and he said uh i owe carol and michonne said i owe her too we all do and he said but i owe her more right and he's right right because he was like i'm the person that put her out of this group so it, it i would feel unjust not going to get her mm-hmm. uh so they then the next like scene they show rick holding the baby for a little bit judith hands it to michonne um and then uh you know uh hopefully people didn't get too offended by the idea of the black nanny because we've especially been <laughs> tyrese and michonne since beth left yep that's one of the reasons we need beth back to keep the racial dynamics not too bad you know not looking too not not looking too bad for everybody, okay? We don't want a bunch of black people helping out the white man. I get oh, it. Oh Lord. Not off not after Ferguson. Mm mm. Um <laughs> so yeah, they so he leaves with Tyrese, Noah, um, Sasha, who is still angry and that's why she wants to go. Um and Rick and who else? Am I missing anybody? I think that's it. Oh, they took you said Noah. Noah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so they leave, and just that's all it need. That's all it's gonna take. You know, they was like, "This is enough." And I was like, "Oh, uh, Daryl, that's it, Daryl." Yeah, and I was like, "Why are they taking Tyrese? Ain't no little white children to save. He other than that, he has no purpose. <laughs> Why is he going with them?" Beth is a little white children's. Well, true, true. Um, Father Gabe um, had this look after they left. Like they left me with the woman and the kid. Right. Like, he just don't know they the deadliest motherfuckers left. In the group. <laughs> like he that's the people that's gonna pull the trigger before even asking is anything okay. Um and so he started looking around the church and how it was all destroyed and he like he was about to cry. By the way, that dude's about to cry face is great. 
ain't it dope he can act listen i was wondering why carver hadn't been in anything else other than the wire like i really you just haven't seen him and i was like his face acting is so good it is Mm -hmm. man he's just like he's about to cry emotions you can feel him on his face yeah um so i mean i don't know if he has a lot of other emotions but the crying about the cry emotion is good um and he tried to scrape the blood out of the church floor right he was scratching out by himself i was like uh yeah he tripping now yeah um and i can't remember if it was yeah i think they just let him do it like mm-hmm. th- and then it like you know went to the to the title you know the walking dead but you know he's trying to get blood out the church floor very symbolic i thought you know he didn't have any club soda left so he just had to let it stay in there but why did he want it out because he feel like the day like that little spot was it was just, just symbolic of he upset that they destroying his house I think yeah. part of it is that also the church is no longer the sacred holy ground that he thought it was. Correct. Um, they've now besmirched it, and he was in some weird kind of way trying to save it. Mm-hmm. You know, like maybe if I can get the blood out and go back, because he just like I said, he just had like a privilege of not having to deal with any of the zombie apocalypse. Like, nope, he hadn't had to deal with people because he's locked himself away. He hasn't had to deal with zombies because he's locked himself away. Uh, you know, he probably just woke up every day, put some fucking, um, uh, you know. That's some spiritual hymns playing in the background. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably just, Drinking uh. Drinking his holy water. Right. What do you call that stuff to make, uh, the wood shine in your house? Uh, if you were rubbing on shit to polish it. Pledge. Yeah, he's probably just rubbing pledge <laughs> all, oh, all no. over the pews. All, all over the pews. They all shiny and shit. That's, yep. that's probably how that place looks so spotless. Play the organ for a couple hours every day. <laughs> get up and give a hymn to nobody. Deliver a sermon to nobody. Pass out an offering plate to nobody. <laughs> and then go to bed. And, um, yeah, that dude is... He's he like, y'all have fucked up my routine. Yeah. Um, I noticed he was looking at the side of his church, too, and it told him... uh Yo, what was it uh, like? Nigga, you will burn. Yeah. <laughs> nigga, nigga, mother- nigga, nigga. <laughs> you black <laughs> motherfucker, you. You will burn in hell, you black piece of shit. All right. Nigga, 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 nigga. <laughs> <laughs> this is Georgia, boy, is what it said on the side that you couldn't yeah. see. Uh, they they ain't showed that one side of the church yet. Mm-mm. <laughs> uh, they ain't showed all black side. Yeah, but he was trying to get Gareth's blood out of there and shit. Because um, he kind of blames the group, like, you know, for feeling like the group should have let them go. Mm-hmm. That's because he ain't been nowhere and he had to deal with those people. He didn't realize, you know, they ate a person. Correct. Well, he knew they ate Bob Lee. Right. He just and hadn't he conceptualized like, it. Let him go. They- yeah, he hadn't conceptualized that, you know. They was literally outside the door getting ready to kill him. Right. And he ended up looking like a little bitch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Over there with uh, Lilith. Mm-hmm. crying and shit yeah with carl too like you think carl like i really think he just think carl is just a kid and michonne is just some random woman well to him they are because he hasn't really seen people outside of zombie apocalypse true uh although now he probably thinks they're just some deadly ass uh the whole group is a bunch of deadly ass killers without he no don't, remorse and he don't want to be around that either you know yeah, well like you said he don't know this Mm-mm. he need to be thanking jesus <laughs> well when he heard judith crying judith was crying and then the nail the hammer they were hammering the nails in to lock to like seal the door 
I could just like see him going crazy, you know. Like they have locked my ass in here. Right. I'm gonna die in here with these people. Um Sasha was in and Tyrese are in the back of the truck as they drove up to uh back to Atlanta. And uh Tyrese was trying to talk some peace into her and shit about you know, this is what Bob, she was like, if you don't shut the fuck up. Hey, get out my face. <laughs> you ain't even like Bob. Right. Like, we all tired of Tyrese's peace talk now. Um, and, and her the most right now. She's like, I don't want to hear this shit. Um, you know, we, we got to go up there and get these people back. Can you just stop trying to make me not be mad? You know, and Tyrese is like, well, you know, I've been there. So are you ready to talk? And I'm like, you know, yeah, you been there, but you didn't learn shit and you never came back. You still there. Like, um, I just don't trust him. Uh, so we cut to this group that has, uh, Eugene laying on the ground with a concussion in front of the, in front of the, uh, fire truck in the middle of the highway. Mm-hmm. Uh, Abe is sitting on his knees, staring off into, the distance just like he was when we left him after he punched eugene correct because he now has no purpose right he's obviously just a a lost man without a mission right Mm -hmm. um so uh our girl tara poured everybody some uh some water Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um out of the tank yeah and it was she wrote uh she was like great him g-r-e-a-t-m and glenn was like what's that she was like it's us you know our group our band of brothers all this shit and it's just that first initials glenn rosita eugene abraham tara and maggie great them and um <laughs> they uh rosita went to give abraham his bottle and it was like you know you need to drink something and um he slapped the fucking bottle down the street like fuck it and i was like you gonna waste that good toilet water <laughs> what kind of shit is this right Actually, it was the last bit of water from the uh, inside of the fire truck, but still. Right. Wasting that good water. Yeah. You're going to be thirsty later. Right. Nigga, ain't no Gatorade left. You better drink some water. You got a lot of that motherfucking heat. And so, uh. If anything, the last thing I'm going to do is soak and not and waste my own food. I'm going to eat mine and take his cornbread because that's the person I'm mad at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm, <laughs> like I'm not going to waste my own. I got to take Eugene. That's, a, that's his name, right? Mm-hmm. yeah i gotta take eugene cornbread too like I'm, I'm drinking my water in here just put them in the same bottle right he don't get water <laughs> uh so uh rosita basically tries to give him a pet pep talk like hey um look motherfucker you gonna stop being a bitch and stop worrying about all this damn you know not having a mission you need to get back in here and survive and um she got in his face and he stood up like he was gonna hit her right didn't he though he had like uh, that ray rice look in his eyes and it wasn't looking too good for rosita yeah sure wasn't um but of course our boo maggie who don't care about her sister snapped to him and put her gun up to him was like you better sit your ass down before i make change (laughs) and i will shoot your ass (laughs) try me he took one step towards her yeah and she was like and her face really did say, I'm going to shoot you. Right. Yep. But you know what I was thinking when I was watching that scene? Yeah. I was like, you know, while I'm happy for Glenn, he got a, um, you know, he got a woman that, you know, she'll, she'll pull that trigger. Mm-hmm. He, he gonna be in, a, in, in our society in today's time, if he was where he'd be in a lot of fucked up situations. Mm-hmm. 
because she's definitely the kind of woman that says oh why he calling me a bitch at the club and now you gotta fight (laughs) yep and a shit or he or a fight that don't even concern her she's stepping in and now you gotta fight three other big ass dudes and you we see glenn's size you know what Mm -hmm. i mean glenn just wanted to deliver pizza uh (laughs) and play video games (laughs) that's it But she gonna be involved in some shit. And I felt real bad for Glenn right there. Cause she wouldn't have a gun, not in the zombie apocalypse. She just had like a little purse, but she go get you. Like, <laughs> yep. like you the gun. Yep. And now you like in you all the these, si- you in all these situations. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just felt real bad for him right there. Like, you um, know, glad but, he got on somebody, but at the same time, man, that's rough living. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, meanwhile, Glenn didn't even know this was going on. Mm-mm. Well, I don't know where he was exa- at exactly. Um, oh, he that- pretended like he heard it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why. He- huh? What? <laughs> no, remember he was off with the other group, so he wasn't nowhere around no way. No, the other group consists of uh Rosita. Yo, they so had they left hadn't yet. left yet. For some reason, Glenn just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> he, they just oh, okay. Mir- I thought they was left. I thought they had yeah, left. they miraculously had him on the other side of the fire hydrant. Like it's like you can't hear that conversation going on. So she basically told him to sit his ass down. Before I fuck you up, son. Yeah. Um, and so he was tripping hard. He was, um, yeah, yeah. And then she was like, look here, nigga. We all done lost folks. We all, you know, got problems and issues. You ain't the only one that's lost something in the situation, bitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you bitch. So, <laughs> uh, so they finally, uh, cut back to the group that went to go save Beth and Carol. Mm-hmm. And they're coming up with a plan in a building. Um, and, it looks like the plan was, you know, Rick was basically like, we sneak in, cut the locks on the stairwell, walk up to the floor. Um, oh wait, no, first we shoot off a shot, distract two of the officers who will go out to see where the shot came from. We sneak out, we sneak in to the building after we cut the locks on the doors. We cut the first security guard's throat. Uh, or we say we take him out quietly. Daryl will take care of him. If Tyrese's like, what is that? What does that mean? Say you know, slice his throat. <laughs> right then, when he said, "What does that mean?" Yeah, I was like, "Wait, are we is we still here with you? Still, yeah. you on a mission that's gonna cause you to kill people? Are you still challenging, not wanting to kill people?" You know what's crazy to me is, um, and this is gonna be controversial on this show, but uh, and I'll get to actually I'll get to it in a second. But one, I know it's Rick delegated the killing out to Daryl first. <laughs> like, do it yourself if you if that's the plan, but. You know, it's like, then we're going to take the rest of the office. Uh, we're going to have, uh, there some like Tyrese will face out with whoever's left in the kitchen that I'll confront Dawn and we'll get our people back. Um, and Tyrese was like, nah, we need to like do the same thing with the shot. We'll get our officer out here. The officer's out here. We need to kidnap him. And then we do a hostage exchange, two of their people for our people. And, my man rick was like yeah he really looked at him like what yeah and tyrese was like you know it might work and he rick was like yeah but my plan will work and tyrese was like well one any one thing goes wrong with your plan then it's just gonna be a shootout right which what's, is a good point <laughs> what's wrong with that it's still a good point though right, right? i mean like <laughs> yeah it's valid bullets don't have like you know the bullets ain't, ain't like the bullets gonna be like oh let's avoid all the main characters like, you know, like it seems how it is when you watch the TV show in the actual reality of, you know, in real life, you would be like, I'm going to try to avoid a shootout if can if we can, because I'm not trying to die, you know, 
one lucky shot next thing you know i'm dead right but um yeah so tyrese is like you know you know about to square off with rick a little bit and before he could back down daryl was like nah that is a good plan and it and it can work uh he's t- and he looked at noah and said don she's trying to hold it hold it all together right yeah. uh barely and then noah's like yeah she's trying to you know barely um and uh daryl's like yeah let's roll with this plan now which plan did y'all think was better justin i just thought like rick playing better okay um karen i like rick playing better too but then i i thought about the other way i was like yeah people will get fucked up but my thing was like i guess you can't guarantee that she's gonna want to go for the exchange either yep i like rick playing better too because they learn from terminus to stop going in places um peacefully and especially when um they have your people he learned from terminus and he learned from the governor like you know what like people don't understand peaceful tactics they don't understand negotiating we just need to go in and kill everybody Mm. i like tyrese's plan better and not just a little bit a lot better um the only problem that with the plan is Don. Right. I don't think Don is going to, I think the, in this episode, we'll get into it a little later and it kind of proves that she overreacts to being challenged. Mm-hmm. So she'll rather try to look strong when she's not rather than do what's best for her people or morally correct. Cause she doesn't care. Yeah. She'll do the thing that makes her look like she's in charge, even though she's not. So I don't think, um, like if the plan doesn't work, I think it'll be because of Don, but I do think his plan is better. Puts less people at risk. Yeah. The hostage exchange. And then honestly, I don't think the people at the hospital are bad people. You know, like in general, I think you Compared had all, to some of the other groups. Yes. Yeah. You had officer McRapey who's dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I forgot he died. Yeah. He's dead. Um, but I think the the rest of them are trying to make the best out of a bad situation. And they've come up with a way to ration and keep their resources that it seems kind of cold-blooded. But if you think about it, they take wounded and injured people from out the street. That they wound sometimes. That sometimes, yeah. Okay. But they take them off the streets and then they basically say, contribute to the group. Um to you know and stay here it will provide safety as long as you they, do think like have a skill that can contribute to the group they do more they're than not actually they demand it oh, yeah they demand it but they're not actually like killing people for mm-hmm. like like they didn't actually like take beth and like push her down the shaft because they didn't agree or even with noah they're trying to get him back so he can work not get him back to kill him i'm not saying it's ideal i'm just saying mm-hmm. um sounds a lot like slavery a lot like it is. Okay, completely. So you're saying you're okay with slavery then? Not only am I okay with it, it's preferable. Okay. To a lot. <laughs> like if, if my choices are slavery or getting eaten or eating human beings, give me the slavery. Just, just wanted to if sure my choices okay are slavery. slavery or the dude who has a zombie jar of heads museum and occasionally invites people to the room to kill them and put their head in the jar, give me the slavery. That's- if my choices are Rolling with the people that call everything first and can't wait to do uh rapes whenever they run across women, give me the slavery. 
Sound, sound, you sound a lot like Don Lemon now. You not, sure not just, not, not just, not just like Don Lemon. Worse than Don Lemon. Cause yeah, you're agreeing with slavery. Yeah, not only do I agree with it, I think it's the second best con- case scenario that we've run across so far in all of the different compared to the other groups. Yeah, you're making it sound like his first best. No, uh, the no. only Rick, Rick is the Rick's group is the best case. Okay, but every but of all the seconds. This is the closest second. Everything else is a distant second to this group so far. Like everything else, because it's not like I'm hanging out. With, I don't want to hang out with the rape crew. No, nah, you. Do. I don't want to hang out with that's the. What you're you want to be with? Sound like no, that, no. That's not what saying I'm saying. You like they style? No, the rape crew is the rape crew is the crew that was with Daryl. that got no. the next bitten off of them. That that's the rape crew. I don't want to hang with them. Yeah, they, well, I mean, they part of the slave. Group. No, they're not part of the slave. Part of they had nothing to do with the slave group. What are you talking about? They getting what episode we on? Yeah, they 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 just raped. Yeah, that was episode. Oh, you talking about those raped? Oh, the, the yeah, yeah, the back oh, dudes. I thought you were talking about the rape crew that's at the prison. No, mm-hmm. no, I mean no. in the hospital. No, Mm-mm. I'm saying of the groups, mm-hmm. the slavery group. That's how fucked up the zombie apocalypse is. Really, the slavery group is the second best group. Nah, give me their crew. The rape dudes. Nah, man, fuck that. So you, so you okay with rape then, Mr. Cosby? Okay, so, (laughs) so I'm bad because I'm, because I'm saying I would rather millions of people. Yeah, nah, I say millions. I just want to rape a few. It's like twenty, twenty at the hospital. (laughs) I would would rather twenty. Wait till your theory and idea spread. I would rather got slavery all across the world. I'd rather be with the sharecroppers than with the rapers. Now you, I mean, now you cool with? With raping little boys and you want to roll with that kind of dude that just rapes little boys and then just going to come high five you later like it's cool, then, yeah, have fun, Justin. But I, I personally draw the line at that. If I had to choose between all the crew. Yeah, you I, would roll with the right people. I would hang out with the governor's crew. Nah, you said the right people. So, nope, like, can't take it back. No, you can't take it back. That was out of the hospital. Nah, or, or nah. The right I, nope, I'm with you. Nope, nope. You, <laughs> you already made the decision. Rape is better than... Then, uh, you're just a black slaver, slaver man. You're a black slaver, and that's not okay. So was Django, and you love that movie. Exactly. Django is not a black slaver. Yes, he was. That's exactly he what he said he hunter. was to Candy. He was a bounty hunter. He told Candy he was a black slaver, Maybe. and he watched that man get eaten by them dogs, and he never flinched. I wouldn't mm-hmm. have flinched, either. I would have laughed. His old ass thought he was going to run. <laughs> I don't want to fight no more. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <Kid. laughs> Exactly. So that's the people. That's everybody. That's whose side y'all are on. In case you was agreeing with them. <laughs> um, but yeah. So um, you know they're sitting up there uh, coming up with the plan. Tyrese has the plan with the thing. I, I'm on Tyrese's side because I realized something in this episode that I hadn't really thought about. But ever since they got out of Terminus, the group really is still fighting for their humanity. Mm-hmm. And. First, it was Carl who spoke up, and now it's kind of... Um, yeah, about the preacher. Yeah, now it's Tyrese. And I think they're right. Rick and that crew have to be careful because they're towing the line. And once they get to the line where they just start killing people without even giving them a chance, I don't think there's any return from that. I think you have to give people a chance. Like, as tough as it is, and it does make life tougher, it does take away the element of surprise... I don't think there's a better choice for the group than the quote unquote hostage exchange rather than running there and kill people that really don't, you know, you really don't know what the situation is. Right. How many guns they have, how much, you know, I'm not even talking about that. I'm saying morally. 
okay you could just have a dude who's he's a guard of the prison but he doesn't do anything to people he hasn't hurt anybody he's just doing his job he got a slice his throat sliced by daryl now everybody gotta go you can't take it back you know like i i don't know man i i feel like the group has been in some situations like this like when they were at the prison and they had those prisoners mm-hmm. and they were basically like we need to still keep y'all locked up like you know they've had situations where they could be looked at as the bad guys and i i think everything looks fucked up in the zombie apocalypse but uh everybody's making fucked up decisions because there's only two choices and both of them are fucked up so i don't think they should go in and just start killing people i think tyrese was absolutely right um i i just think it ain't gonna work because you know don's a piece of shit <laughs> yes she is um my uh, my girl jamel my bell said <laughs> tyrese just wants to get back to shane's daughter <laughs> let that sink in uh so the preacher started wasting toilet water too um uh, trying to clean and shit um and i'm just like man you just don't know how good you have it man right he, oh he made me so he i was so disgusted with him yeah uh and carl came over and tried to convince gabe that hey man you need to learn how to fight and gabe was like um you know he told him pick a weapon and there was like a gun and all the shit he picked a machete but he held it so daintily <laughs> he picked it up like i don't like men's no more <laughs> women 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like i don't even understand why he picked it up that way but he picked it up I like would have picked it up the same way just like, holding the tip just acting yeah, so good man karen that no no you wouldn't have picked it up that way you know how to hold a knife Yes, I do. Okay, so you don't cut fruit like that. Like, and Carl, <laughs> Carl was like, "Yeah, man, you gotta use the, you gotta hold it tighter than that, cause some of the zombies are, you know, their heads are thicker than you know than you think." And he was just like, "I, I just can't, I can't right now. Just stop talking." <laughs> and and Carl was like, "What? Uh, what the fuck is wrong with you, dog?" He's like, "You all right, bro?" He's like, "I just, I need to go lay down." <laughs> I was like, "You gotta go take a shit." But I thought that was a key moment too, man, because Carl didn't. He was specific with zombies, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and then and the pre, and the preacher thinking people, and it's like they not people. Like he, it's like he's still in the baby stages when Rick still got out the hospital. And Michelle was looking on like she was kind of proud of him, because he was like, "Look, man, this is the world is different. You can't just stay in one place anymore." Right. You gotta. We constantly moving. Like you've been sheltered in here, dog. Yeah, he's like, you know, you got to kill to survive sometimes. Yep. Um, and I can't remember if that's when he brought up that they killed Gareth and them or he, he brought it up with Michonne later. But I can't remember when he brought that up. Um, but let's just say it now, though. But he did say basically like, you know, yeah, he did bring it up now because he mm-hmm. was like, yeah, y'all, you know, y'all kill gareth and them but they say they were gonna leave and not come back i was like dog you really believe that they wouldn't gonna come back yeah like they was lying right they weren't good people right he's like they were lying and they're killers he's like well so are y'all i was like the fuck you mean bitch you know <laughs> that ungrateful ass yeah you got you this food are oh, you good now you got the food in with you bitch ass nigga. They, they was gonna eat you first because they right. already decided they like dog meat mm-hmm <laughs> yeah they do so he was like uh you know uh carl was like look man you just gotta understand that it's different you you gotta do stuff to survive 
And he was like, I just need to lay down. So he went to go take a nap and lock the door behind him, which is when everybody should have known something was up. Yep, that's right. when I was like, why is he locking the door? Who do you mm-hmm. think he is? They only got two rooms, and he locking the door like he get his own personal room. Right, he probably that jacking out the pictures of little boys and shit. <laughs> that's probably what the problem was. He's, he's like, I'm too close to this little boy. <laughs> Whew, let me get out of here before uh can't take myself. Oh, shit. Uh <laughs> Uh, he's like, you, you ever, you ever sang in the choir, little boy? Choir? <laughs> I can teach you some hymns back here in this locked room. It's oh. a boy dangerous. He might get me if I, um, approach him. What kind of hymns you singing? So we cut back to the hospital and the police officers are chilling and shit. Uh, the doctor goes in to check on Carol. Uh, Beth is like cleaning up and shit. And she's like cleaning up, but she's listening. Yep. And Dawn and one of her officers are having a conversation. And, She's like, you know, I mean, the officer's like, yeah, you know, we're going to catch Noah. We just, uh, we know he's still out there. We're just going to wait on him to slip up. And she's like, oh, yeah, that's mighty fine police work. You're going to wait for him to make a mistake before you catch him? That, <laughs> that like, that's active police work. And it's like, bitch, what are we going to do? Put out APB? Huh? <laughs> Monitor all the cameras? Like, this is the zombie apocalypse. We don't have a choice. Damn, she's such a hard ass for no reason. Um, so the dude was like, anyway, what about that old chick that we brought in? You know, we wasting resources on her. Yeah, the one y'all hit. And I realized something. He wanted her to die because she's older. She got short hair. He probably thinks she's a lesbian. He can't fuck. Yep. Yep. He's like, she probably a lesbian. I don't feel like dealing with all this. Why are we wasting all this good? oxygen on her we could just let her die and so um don was like listening to her and beth flipped out before she could say anything was like well how much uh resources are you using on your dvd that you play every night and officer was like excuse me little bitch and she was like yeah you watch your dvd and i was like you think it's a porn dvd probably is I was like, how how did she learn about her white privilege so early? She's not even old enough to understand her white privilege. Right. You're supposed to be over there singing slave hymns and cleaning the floor. <laughs> Nobody knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait in the water. And I was like, did she not learn from them two? She already got uh, checky scars on the front of her face. Right. From them stitches that uh, yeah. I put on her face. Don going to have to slap you again? <laughs> <laughs> I thought Don was. She ran so, out of room on her face for uh for stitches. So Don basically was like, "Look, um, Chucky face, uh, fuck what she's saying, um, officer, you're right. We're gonna take off the life support if she survives on her own. Then we'll let her, uh, you know, we'll let her live. If not, oh well." And then as soon as dude left, she Don turned to Beth and was like, "You just killed that woman." Right, because I think she just don't want to look weak. She, yeah, it's never her fault. She's always overreacting, just like she will to two officers being kidnapped. Right. You know she's going to overreact to that shit, too. Um, so Dawn, um, like, waits another beat and then goes, but look, here's the key to the medicine cabinet. Get the drugs you need to help her. Uh, your friend or whatever, see if you can wake her up, give her a fighting chance. I don't even trust the other officers or the doctor with this key. 
um which makes sense because i think it was like the other week where they was fighting over those keys and shit and she does keep a lot of shit secret and you know i get it you know um yeah and i was like why is, why is there a change of heart it's more to this than what she's telling she, she her. did give a compliment too she told her you know i think you're strong i don't yeah. i don't think you're weak which mm-hmm. means she might have different plans for for um beth and we don't know it right yeah or she's lying because of something else who knows yep we're trying to cover up something else yeah and now why would you trust somebody that tried to escape last week correct um anyway um ineffective leadership though yeah so we go back to um actually glenn tara and rosita who are walking through the woods um looking for supplies they walk past a bunch of walkers that uh looks like a pole fell on top of them Mm -hmm. and the walkers are all just trapped underneath there and um tara made a joke like Hey guys, don't worry about going anywhere, uh, since DC is, uh, off, you know, off the table now. And Glenn and, uh, Rosita were basically like, hey, stop trying to make jokes or whatever. And, uh, he's, and Glenn was like, I know we are dealing with things in a different way, but, and Tara cut him off and was like, nah, bitch, I'm gonna be making these jokes. Right. I'm tweeting through this and you got the deal. Yes, you're gonna have to. You know, she's like, you know, cause some, uh, Rosita said it wasn't funny. She was like, it's not, 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 not funny or something like that. You know, basically being like, look, it's a rap, but we still alive. Mm-hmm. We still got to survive. Like, well, you know. Yeah, we can't soak yeah. on this forever. Like, yeah. And, and also I think that she don't think Eugene is a bad person either. She wasn't even mad at Eugene. Nope. Like her thing was, look, he ain't got no skills. He can't fight. Um, only thing he good at is lying, so he used that one skill to try to get ahead in the zombie apocalypse. Cool. And I think maybe her time on the other side as one of the governor's henchmen or, you know, cult members, whatever, kind of show her that second chances is what it's all about. Right. Uh, and she already knew anyway he was a piece of shit. Cause mm-hmm. he told her after the bus, uh, flipped over. Right. Did he put the glass in the, in the, in the, uh, pipe yeah so she already knew he was a piece of shit um before that lie so it just continued his ain't shitness mm-hmm. um when he confessed the other truth it was like oh well i already knew he was a liar so yeah whatever yeah so they uh walk past the walkers and you know continue on down and um they cut back to abraham and maggie and eugene laying on the ground knocked out <laughs> still yeah and maggie basically figured out a way to rig the ladder and a couple blankets to give eugene shade because the middle of the road gotta be hot as hell what <laughs> that pavement yeah mm-hmm. and because he had a concussion they couldn't really move him yeah they just hoping he ain't dead i was wondering why glenn left his wife there like you know i especially once you've been separated from your woman like that and you went through hell and high water to get her back yeah uh i don't go on separate adventures with her without her anymore like we go together me and you boo come on right yeah that is weird that they cut they split the group up that way um especially with abraham in an unstable condition like that yep but um you know maybe he figured he could get he could get tara or rosita along and uh try to convince him into the threesome that threesome foursome going he's getting greedy now he was like shit abraham done fucked up now i can get rosita yeah you about it you about this life You, you get down in front of eugene Okay, you like lookers and watchers? <laughs> so, you know, Eugene just laying there with no sunblock on 
Um, For real. In the middle of the road. Then cook, that asshole cook his ass. Cooking like a pig at a luau with with <laughs> a with a mullet. That was like 110 degrees. Yeah. You think like, he cut his hair now? Now that he done told the truth? Uh, no, nah, I don't think so. I think that's, <laughs> he got to cut that mullet. First of all, he would have not cut the mullet. If, he would have cut the mullet already if he was trying to convince you with the lie. Because the mullet was our number one clue that he wasn't a scientist. Really? You know what I mean? Like, yep. he should have been cut his hair, but I don't think he's going to cut it now that they know the he truth. Need to, he need to cut it now. One of them need to cut it for him. Like, and this is your uh, punishment. Um, But, you know, because of the post-concussion uh, protocols in the NFL, they couldn't move Eugene until uh, he takes the test. And uh, finally, Maggie got sick and tired of Abraham just sitting there and was like, get over yourself. You're not the only one who lost something today. Right. It's never going to get any better than this. And I said, hmm, something. What did she lose? Because I know she's not talking about her sister. <laughs> right. She's just talking about the mission to go to D.C.? That's okay. it? She wanted a trip to go see the uh, statues and stuff like right. that. Right. I wanted to go to D.C. too. I wanted to see the White House. Mm-hmm. First, <laughs> first black president. I wanted to see if I can make it over the fence and get on the inside. Right. She probably could. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Abraham didn't say shit to her anyway. Um, just sitting in the middle of the road, like, you know, like Black Dynamite, where he's like, I am smiling. All <laughs> uh, oh, the episode was so good. <laughs> the uh, Bill Cosby episode? Yep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the Phil Far and Flip. Um, so, um, Dr. Kevorkian is talking to, um, to, uh, to Beth. Yeah. Uh, and Beth is like, so, um, what kind of medicine would you use to save somebody if they was hit by a car and they was an old lady with a gray haircut that was kind of short? And he was like, mm, you got the key? Like He figured it out right away. Like He's like, you got the key? Did you steal it or did Don give it to you? And he was like, because she gave it to you. It's not out of the goodness of her heart. And Bev was like, yeah, 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 uh, killer doctor uh, person. But uh, you already had me kill somebody for you last week. He's like, I was saving my life. I still don't know if I really have. Which I don't understand. And maybe there's an element that's missing, and maybe that's why I don't think Tyrese's plan is that bad. But why does the doctor keep saying he's saving his life? He worried about something happening to him. Who's going to kill him? The other doctor, I mean, not the other doctor, some, the uh, officers, some of them might not like him. Yeah, but they haven't shown that they just kill people willy-nilly. They've, you know, I just don't get what, I guess I just don't see what the repercussions would be. And if they had actually killed somebody at some point, I might be like, oh, I see. He's worried about this. But to me, just knowing what I know about the group, it seemed like they would just kick him out before they killed him. Like, just cut him off. Like, no more resources. Get the fuck out. You're not under our roof. We're not. You're not protected by us anymore. I think he was snooty probably in the beginning. Like, I'm the only doctor around here, this and that, throwing his weight around. And he maybe made some enemies with them guys. Uh, Maybe. I just need them to show. I would love a scene where they actually did push somebody down the shaft that didn't, you know, that was alive. Mm-hmm. Before I before I just believe that they just these cold-blooded killers because they don't seem to be. And he might be worried he might have to get a different job. Yeah, you know, like he might he might become. Um, but he said I did it to save my own life, and then he said, and I'm still not sure that I have. Now maybe he's just paranoid too. 
Mm-hmm. And there's really no reason to assume that they would kill him. But I need the show to either show me why he thinks that, and maybe we'll get it next week, but I don't see why he would think they would actually kill him. Yeah, I don't know. He was worried about it with the other doctor, too. That's why he killed the other doctor. Yeah. But... So uh she asked him, like, What's, what kind of drug would I give him? He said, well, the woman's been in a car accident. There's going to be internal bleeding, possibly swelling. Um, It could be a it's, – it's, it's just a guessing game. She was like, well, then guess, motherfucker. Play the game. And it's hard to trust him, too, because right. he already done lied one time about medication. He probably mm-hmm. the one, He probably is the real dangerous person at the hospital. Um, And she she's so distracted with the police officers, you don't realize how dangerous he is. He he told her to give her some epinephrine, and I said, "Make sure you get spelling." <laughs> Never know with him, right? Um, and she said, "All right, cool." He said five milligrams of that shit, and she'll be all right, or she'll have a fighting chance. It won't wake her up, but it'll bring the swelling down, give her a chance to like you know get up on her own in a couple hours. Um, Eugene taught Rosita how to um how to uh create a, a water filter mm-hmm. um because uh you know on some bill not a science guy shit i guess and uh because yeah, he's not a dummy but he's not as smart as he pretended to be right yeah like he he just seemed like a dude to watch a lot of discovery channel mm-hmm. yeah and that's the thing too man if he just focused on the talents he did have he would have been he would have become a viable member of any group right uh, just like the governor had his doctor a uh, scientist you know what i mean that was mm-hmm. trying to um he was trying to find the cure because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he wanted to save his daughter and glenn and uh tara basically asked rosita like how did you hook up with abraham did you ha- hang out with him before the group and she was like nope i was in a different group um you know and uh we were fighting off some walkers in about that da- around dallas uh abraham rolled up got out the car saved us and says he was on a mission to save the world and he could use my help um and he was the first person that had asked for my help since the zombie apocalypse started so i went with him but maybe that was a lie too she said um or maybe was i, I think abraham told her that but maybe it was eugene she's asking yeah him. yeah eugene yeah eugene had was like i need your help okay so she's like maybe he lied to me too he didn't really need my help um so uh they end up um <laughs> look she's just not figuring out he lied because he was trying to get some of them yams right <laughs> I looking all fine in them tight shorts down there at the damn uh pouring water and i was like <laughs> Of course he lied. Uh, (laughs) I would have lied to you too, girl. Like, come on, ladies. I I know the women caught that, uh, caught Mm -hmm. that off the rope. I'm also a millionaire too, baby. 90 day rules. 90 day rules, ladies. So, uh, she ended up being like, you know, maybe that was a lie too. Glenn sees, uh, something splash in the background. He's like, oh, I think it's some fish. Uh, and Tara's like, so what now? And he's like, I got a plan. So they get ready to walk off. Go to the next um, scene. Um, Noah is, you know, running around like Derrick Rose, limping, <laughs> uh, shooting his gun up in the air. <laughs> the police basically roll up on him. Like, ha we got you. Right. And I was like, this plan hinges on the fact that they not just going to roll up and shoot Rick like Ferguson PD. Oh, I, mean, no. I mean, just roll up and shoot, uh, yeah, shoot, shoot Noah. Noah. Yeah. 
I mean, they probably should have used a white man for this because he get he got rights. But um, they they were like, "Give it up, Noah! Put the gun down! Turn around!" And Noah put his gun down, turned around. They put the cuffs on him, and right about then, uh, Rick and the crew rolled up with the guns out and was like, "No, nigga, y'all get on the ground." Mm-hmm. Daryl had a gun too, and not that um both. Mm-hmm. And Rick yeah. had didn't have his trusty uh big ass revolver. Cause you can't silence a revolver. Yep. Yo, oh, and this okay. silencer look his gun. It make his gun look way more badass. It really does, man. He like, like it, Robocop. Yeah, it looks so. <laughs> it looks super cool. Yeah. Uh, so then another dude, after they had the police in custody and shit, um, and the dude, one of the cops was like, uh, I forget his last name, Lemon, Lin something, uh, whatever his last name was, cause, um. While while in the scene where Beth was talking to Don, she did get a walkie-talkie like, "Hey, I'm on um, I'm I'm actually on the uh, what do you call it uh roof patrol, and I heard some gunshots." Yep. And she mm-hmm. told her and um, man, what is that dude's name? Huh? Yeah, she yeah that was probably Lamson. No she said her she said you and Lamson go check it out. So Lamson was one of the officers. Um, that was the black dude. Yeah, and he was like and uh. He looks at Rick, he's like, hey, the way you talk, are you a police officer? And Rick's basically like, man, ain't no such thing as police anymore. And uh he's like, well, look, man, you you know, it don't got to be like this. We could do blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And right about then, uh for people that watch The Wire, uh Herc rode up. <laughs> <laughs> that, dude, that dude like, he like Herc, uh, he like Carver's old partner, Herc. But anyway, this white dude rode up with a bald head. And he rode up in the, uh, the same car that it looked like they took Beth in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, had like a one on five shootout. Yeah, he did. And I mean, he, he didn't shoot anybody, but he kind of won. Like, he got the other two officers out of there. Um, I noticed that Tyrese took two shots at the car. Um, mm-hmm. shot the windows out. And I was like, so it's okay to kill him then, right? Hypocrite. Yep. But, um, <laughs> so he was, you know, but they, they all like had a shootout with the car. Dude got the two officers into his car, started driving off, and I noticed Sasha was the one who shot the tire out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she shot the back tire out. It looks like they went around the corner and they ran into what appeared to be the aftermath of those bombs in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. They stay joking FEMA too, man. Yeah, there was a FEMA trailer <laughs> out there that was bombed out. <laughs> they stay joking. Ever since uh, Katrina, Hurricane Katrina, they've been joking FEMA. All yeah. situations. So, uh, and it was just walkers that looked like half liver mush, half walker. <laughs> Not to the ground. Yeah, which was one of the coolest special effects they've ever done on yeah, the show. Yeah, it was. Because, yep. you know, it's like, it's like they had to bury people in a hole in the ground and dress them up as zombies. And some of them were moving, some of them weren't. It's just some really cool special effects. Yeah, I thought it was uh, smart, too, to just dig a hole in the ground for them. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have never... As a producer, I wouldn't have thought of how to like. So how are we gonna get half of their body and make it look realistic? Yeah, they 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 were great at that. Um, so, uh, you know, they the they appeared to have run over one of the Melter Walkers and it tied up the front car, a front tire. Right. Then the back tire was already shot out. So the two officers that were handcuffed ran out of the back, and Sasha, Rick, uh, Tyrese, and Noah went to go grab them. And Daryl actually was like, wait a minute, where'd the, the other officer go? Right. 
so he started you know scoping out you know the car then he looked in the trailer opened the door dude wasn't in there went to close the door the dude charged him from behind the door so somehow he snuck around the back of the trailer Mm -hmm. uh and they had a fight basically in front of these zombies Mm -hmm. um and the zombies like walkers on the ground and they were like trying to bite at daryl so they were kind of trying to use the walkers as weapons but the zombies were they were melted to the, the ground, ground so they couldn't really move right but damn they were so close to him man <laughs> I, I don't know why the other cop didn't shoot daryl like he had a gun and it wasn't in the car so he took it out of the car with him yeah well daryl had a gun too yeah but he didn't yeah, i don't know what happened i don't know why like i didn't see his gun though did yep. you see his gun during the no, fight? No, he didn't. That's what I'm saying. He uh-huh. ran up and tackled Daryl instead of shooting him. Maybe, well, I don't know. Maybe he lost it during the, I don't know, during the crash. Yeah, possibly. So anyway, they, uh, he rose up, um, they fight, uh, it's really close. Like the zombies are biting at Daryl's shoulder. I kept thinking Daryl was going to get bit. I thought Me he too. was too, or scratched. Yeah, scratched or something. And Daryl like reaches into a zombie's mouth at one point. And like pulls his hand out right before it can bite down. Like, oh, how many times did they film that scene? Uh, ripped his head off. <laughs> then he finally reaches into the zombie's face, sticks his fingers in the eye socket, and uses the zombie's skull like a rock to bash the dude's head who's choking him. And the cool special effects on that was when he pulled it, he you actually seen the spine. Like that was oh, yeah. so neat. I don't mm-hmm. and, and you know if I don't know how many scenes or how long it would have took you to convince me to do that, but that just seemed so nasty and gross. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't, I might would have died right then. Yeah, <laughs> they've, was, they've been doing this for so long. It's probably second nature now. But I mean, even if that was like, even in real life, like I probably, I probably, and we was dealing with the zombie apocalypse, I would have died if, if I would have had to do yeah, that. Yeah, m- most of us is thinking we're going to survive. Most of us going to be the zombies. Most, the average person. <laughs> It's not going to survive. We we going to be out there trying to kill everybody. That would have been my moment right there. Well, you know, the other thing, too, was that he didn't have time to think. True. He's just trying to save his life in the moment. I feel like that's some shit you do and then you go, ugh. <laughs> like, looking at your you hand. thought about it. Yeah, but he bashed the dude in the skull twice with the zombie. And I kept thinking, like, did the dude get cut with it? Like, is he going to be a zombie now? Um, You know, but it didn't seem like he did. And when he got up, Rick shot the one zombie that was still alive in the head. And then he put his gun towards the other dude, the cop, and the cop gave up. But Rick was want, wanted to kill him anyway. Yep. And that music mm-hmm. came on that lets you know Rick was back tripping again. Yeah, Rick wanted to kill a dude so bad his dick was hard. <laughs> I bet it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like, uh, he put the, you know, he puts the, the, the gun to him and then, Daryl finally was like, hey, Rick, three three hostages better than two, right? And Rick was like, all right, time up. You know, but that was what made me realize that why Tyrese's plan was so good. Rick on the verge, man. Like, yeah. what with all that they went through, Rick is on some kill people, ask questions later shit. Right. He just needs the group to get behind him and he'll be on that. And I don't know that that's good for the group. No. I don't think you can bring back humanity with that attitude. And I think that's kind of what you're being tasked with in the zombie apocalypse. You know, I don't think you're going to find a cure, but even if you could, once you cross a certain line, you can't go back in society. And I think they can't be judged during executioner for people that 
you know, you know, are just trying to survive and not hurting people. You Correct. Because uh, that cop really just came out there to save those people's lives. I don't, I wouldn't blame them. And if it was the group, and I'd be, if it was the other way around, I'd be rooting for whoever saved, you know, like say some, someone got Rick and Tyrese locked up and Sasha rode up there and tried to save by herself. I'd be like rooting for her. So, you know, it's all perspective. Um, this one dude said, uh, cause I was like, how did that cop know to follow them out there? And this one dude said, Noah sent a signal. Um, <laughs> but Sha- this dude, uh, Shaheem, he always on some conspiracy theory shit. Like he still think Noah working for the hospital people and. Nah. It, nah. That was, that was clearly cause it was multiple groups out looking for Noah. Yeah. Um, or maybe they send backup, you know, who knows? Yeah, and but. it's not like they was in a discreet place. Like you could see them all the way down the alley with guns and tying mm. up his um the people on his team. Right, and they he may have been sent as backup, right. like and just happened to roll up, was like, Oh shit, I see what's happening. This I'm not standing for this. Yeah. Um the woman cop started trying to talk her way out of it. Uh and they was like, If you don't shut the fuck up, she was like, Y'all not this not gonna work. Y'all just wasting y'all time. Just might as well let us go. And I was like, that's a dumb way to attack this problem. <laughs> right. Uh, but the dude Lamson, well, he, he said, now shut up. I'm a man. Let man. me, let me explain to you what you should be saying, woman. Hey man, he used all his light skin powers all throughout this episode. Yeah. He was mansplaining the fuck out of that hostage situation. Like he lucky Sasha, not a feminist. Yep. Cause, Cause she the fucked him up. Yeah. He talked right over that woman. I was like, <laughs> Shut up, you silly bitch. Now listen, guys. This is, we're men. We're men here, right? We're men. We can, we can come up with a good plan. Um, and he was like, y'all got a good plan. You know, the hot thing, it will work. Uh, you know, we just don't want anybody to die here. So he was talking his way out of it. Um, and he, he definitely used to be the hostage negotiator. That's what I kept thinking. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I think later on we found out like he never really was a cop, you know, or maybe he was. And I don't know. I think he may have been at some period of time. Yeah, he was still he was. in um in Ricky training camp. Yeah, he watched <laughs> Police Academy one through five. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we cut back to Glenn. They made a net out of the lining in the dead walkers' jackets that were underneath that pole. Mm-hmm. Um, they found a book bag. Tara was excited about that muddy ass book bag. <laughs> oh, she's such a little kid. She is, man. Um, and they went and used. They were going to use the the lining of the jackets as a net to catch fish. Mm-hmm. To which I was like, that's why I would die in the zombie apocalypse. Because <laughs> I wouldn't have thought about that. I would have seen fish and I would have said, too bad we don't have a rod and reel and walked my ass home. <laughs> and uh, instead. Well, you thought about catching them. These motherfuckers went and created a net to catch the fish. Right. Know? And that's why most of us would, 99.9% of people would die in the zombie apocalypse, no matter how prepared they think they are. Nope. You yeah. just started eating people. You'd have been with Gareth and them. Mm-hmm. No, no, I know me. I, I, I know I would be one of the first people to die. <laughs> you, y'all would have started eating other people. Come on, man. It tastes like, I'm sure it tastes like chicken. Nah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, honestly, dog, I, I'm expecting to die too, you know, so, uh, I mean, but I'm joining the slavery crew. That's how I'm going <laughs> to We're going to be slaving it up. Uh, Gabe was in the room crying and shit. Um, uh, and Michelle came by to offer the draws. 
Um, but he was being a dick about it. Mm, I just want to. She was being. She was being so nice to him. She was so nice the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Smiling. She had the head tilt when she was talking to him. You know, like I just came to make sure you're okay. And he was like, "Get out of my room, bitch! I want to cry." I done told y'all. I, 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 I picked a weapon. Fuck it. I like white women too. Yeah, he's like, you know, I ain't even fucking with y'all sisters. Anyway, hashtag white girl Wednesdays. <laughs> he slammed the door on that chocolate goddess. Mm. Mm. I don't know what it was, man. Like, um, you know, it, it was just. It was kind of crazy that that he took that he went at her like that. He was so he was so rude, so rude. Mm-hmm. And I guess you know he already swore off pussy years ago, so he don't want to break the vow. But I don't know new new zombies, new rules for me. He only like little booty boys, and he didn't want her in his room because yeah. he he was in there uh, trying to cut through the floor. She would have seen it, so right. he basically didn't even let her come in. Yeah, I was like, this. Why? Why he can't just sit his ass still somewhere and pray and go on by his day? Why he got to um be making his um escape routes? I thought he was trying. At first, I didn't think he was trying to escape. I was like, maybe he had something hidden under there. I thought so too. But uh, he was trying to escape. Uh, Father gave old sneaky ass. Um, mm-hmm. oh Harriet Tubman ass. So, uh, Beth hands an old man some strawberries and then he fakes like he's having a coughing fit. Those strawberries must have been good as fuck. It's a zombie apocalypse, Karen. They all great right. at this point. Um, so dude faked like he was having some type of coughing fit and she goes and breaks into the, the medicine cabinet safe and gets some epinephrine. And then she walks by and he stops coughing. He's like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, he's like, I don't know. I was tripping. Uh, our girl, I, I mean, our man Tadego from, um, Breakfast for Dinner podcast said the old man winning best supporting actors at the walkies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so, so the group is basically like, all right, we got the hostages. We're going to, um, negotiate. Um, I think Rick said they were his group was gonna take two of the hostages or whatever, uh, which I think just left Lamson and um, Sasha talking. Uh, I don't know how they got along, honestly, because I look I rewound the scene and Rick was still in the background when they first started talking. Yeah, then I think they left. Okay, so they he, he she she heard uh, Rick basically say to Lamson like we're gonna do blah blah blah, and then Rick Lamson was like it's Bob. My name is Bob. And I've seen Sasha stop and turn her head like, mm-hmm. oh, this must be just like divine province that mm-hmm. his name would be Bob right after I lost my man and his name was Bob. And I'm like, bitch, Bob is a popular name. It yep. really is. It's probably short for Robert. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it's short for. Bob mm-hmm. is a popular name. You can't be getting giggly eyes of everybody that's Bob, named Bob in the Pazabi Man, he, he just used his light skin powers on him, man. That's... Mm-hmm. She wanted it to be Bob. His name probably like Jimmy or some shit. It's probably like Bob. <laughs> she heard Bob. Yeah, he he just he said Bob probably because he heard Tyrese over there begging her to forgive people because mm-hmm. Tyrese had gave her you know uh, this speech after you know after this scene where she heard Lance's name was Bob. Tyrese pulled her to the side and gave her the word like you need to learn how to forgive and move on and this not what Bob would want and you gonna listen to me and you know all that shit. Mm-hmm. Wrong, right. wrong decision yeah but you know 
Tyrese once again preaching for humanity in the group. Cut back to the church. Father Gabe is escaping. Tunnels underneath the, the church. And Just nigga. Crawl, <laughs> crawls out the side, steps on a nail in his foot. He <laughs> can't even escape right. the right way. He, uh, I mean, you, you can't fight. Right. He you didn't have take no machete. skills. Right. You have no weapon. You step on a fucking nail immediately once you walk out. Yeah, he gonna become, I mean, I just hope he don't be the first nigga to die from tetanus. <laughs> in the apocalypse. I, I turn back around and go back into church. Right. I'm like, ouch, that was a bad plan. Ouch, ouch, ouch. Just crawl back into the church. Yep. Where he think he gonna go? With no weapon. Right. And then the other thing too is like, you think it was symbolic that he got stabbed in the foot with a nail like Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> I was, I, and I was wondering if that, if that nail had any zombie blood on it and now he was going to be infected. I don't know why. Because there was some gunk on his shoe when he pulled it out. Yeah, I don't know why it would. Uh, but, yeah, I don't think that's how it would happen. But, um, basically, he tried to escape without any fighting skills and weapons. Right. He tried to survive in the zombie apocalypse with a limp. Like, he's walking all funny and shit now. Right. Mm-hmm. Dusty-ass suit. Yeah. <laughs> So Lancer was trying to talk his way out of it back at the uh, hostage negotiation center. And, um, you know, he basically um, told Sasha, like, hey, um, uh, one of my friends named Ty something, almost like your brother Tyrese, not Ty, not the same, his name was Tyler. Uh, we had this big ass, uh, these group of people that were trying to be evacuated um they thought they was gonna leave i wanted to go out there with them but dawn made me stay inside she wanted someone she trusted doing uh you know working out there um so i had to stay inside i was jealous i was mad and that's when they bombed the fucking uh town and the people died and you know i still see tyler out there It's, it's like a big ass endless joke uh my friend um you know as a walker and i I can't do anything to help him and she's like well maybe we can like i could kill him i can help you out um and he's like all right um but we have to go to the south side of the building and then they cut to uh gabe in the woods and uh zombie rolls up on him and uh the zombie is uh you know, and the zombie rolls up on him, and the zombie is like, uh, "Hey, how you doing?" Um, <laughs> I see uh, it starts street harassing him, and uh, Gabe got them Steve Harvey eyes because he didn't see the zombie at first; he just heard it. Right, that was so intense because he walked out there. I would say he was like, <laughs> "He could act, man. He was like right? a deer. He was like a deer in the woods. Like, what was that?" What was that? I was like, "That's why your fucking ass don't need to be out there." Yeah, it's like when deer try to drink out the stream. He's like, oh, what was it? Oh, okay, I'll take a sip of this. Whoa. I don't take a sip of this. Whoa. <laughs> like, so it was funny because he was all paranoid and shit, and the zombie still got him. Because mm-hmm. he has no fighting skills. He has no zombie poppy. He's been stuck and wrapped in the church. His, so he has no idea what's out, out there. His face mm-hmm. acting was good then, too. Excellent. Yes. He so, was sweating and shit. So he, the zombie rolls up on him. He pushes the zombie down. It luckily falls onto a broken tree stump and it's stuck there. And he has a, a, a rock that he's about to use to hit it upside the head. Um, I guess he was going to stone it to death. Yeah. He ultimate warrior that, um, 
that zombie the way he picked it up and slammed it down yeah and he was trying to um throw the stone on top of it but i guess he figured let he without sin cast the first <laughs> stone and i got a lot of sin so he like threw the stone down to the side it was funny too i threw it like uh get away from me <laughs> you know and and justin that's when i realized that he looked at them as people yeah like for me that's when the light was like oh okay he don't i don't even think it's that he saw the cross on her neck and he thought this this is not the christian thing to do yeah he did see the cross but i still think he's in that phase like rick was when rick first woke up at the hospital mm. um and not willing to accept the reality that he's in right now yeah, he definitely doesn't want to accept the reality. I don't know that he sees them as people, but he definitely doesn't want to accept this new cold-blooded reality where you have to kill no, to survive. I think he's more closer to how Hersher was when they walked on, up to up on him at the farm. What do you mean? Hey, remember how Hersher was so secluded at that farm and mm-hmm. how, you know, they was like, we can cure them. You know, they didn't really want to kill them. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, he, You know, I think his, it was more of Herschel versus Rick. I agree. He he hasn't been, he's been sheltered so much that he's going through the stages of acceptance way, way behind everyone else. Mm-hmm. Everyone's already went through all this. Oh, he could right. just be a punk-ass bitch. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, you never leave that option off the table. You know what I mean? True. <laughs> uh, so... Sasha was saying how she's a good shot, um, so she can shoot that that walker for uh, Bob. Um, uh, what was his last Lamson? She can shoot the walker for Bob Lance Lamson, you know, to like give him closure and shit. And he's like, "All right, cool." And um, I was like, "You can trust him, Sasha." Mm-hmm. Like I feel like he's a good guy. Give I him, did too. Give him the gun while you're at it. I, I thought somebody was about to walk up and get her. Um, cause when she was having that conversation with him in the background, I saw somebody actually walk by, um, okay. but they never showed up. Mm. See, I saw that earlier in another conversation when and, they were sitting on the brick, right? Yeah. And I rewound it. It was Rick. I followed it just to make sure. So mm-hmm. that was they like, I think that yet. that was before they moved to the South side. Right. Cause before this second conversation took place, they walked down. Like you could see them walking at first mm-hmm. all the way down to the corner of the building by themselves. So, um, you know, and I was being sarcastic, but I was like, I feel like he's a good guy. Just give him the gun while you're at it. I mean, fuck it. Might as well just let him kill you. Yolo. Yeah, so, stupid. Yeah. So she, he basically separated her from the group. Right. Yo- just, YOLO. It was so obvious that this is a setup to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so if the show had any shortcomings, I would say that was, that was it was, this was such an obvious setup for me that I knew it was coming. Yeah. I was it, hoping I was wrong with that. It feeling. played on her grief though, which was, yeah, I think was, what they was trying to do. Yeah. I'm not saying it's unrealistic. Nah, I am saying it's unrealistic. They already know better. They know better. No excuse. Um, so, uh, it's like Tyrese when he was in the little cabin. With that white dude that was holding on um, Lilith. You know, they, they showed his. How- yeah, but we knew that was coming too. So the show's yeah. starting to rely on the same things over and over and over. You trust somebody and then they do you wrong. But some of the situations are so predictable. It's not even a matter of trust. It's just, this is just stupid at this point. <laughs> like, the only thing that can happen is something bad. Um, so Abe, um, Finally decided to take a sip of water. Um, and Eugene woke up 
he sounded like a zombie at first yeah he did but uh he finally came and they both was ready to go kill him but then he finally was like uh, hello hello and it was like oh he's alive and uh abe sipped some water because i think he also was feeling guilty about possibly killing eugene correct and, and, and whose water is he sipping because he threw his out in the fucking woods he was sipping some of maggie's and um god bless her because i wouldn't have gave him shit <laughs> Yo, yeah he was go find your own goddamn water because she just gave him the water like you're thirsty then she said did you want me to shoot you earlier and he said i thought i did but now i'm thinking i don't so i guess he didn't want to get killed but he was gonna commit suicide by maggie earlier yeah and she was by gonna magnum. take him out mm-hmm. maggie's magnum um so sasha was like so is this the walker over there by the window because I mean, by the wall, because I don't think that's him. It looked like that dude knocked her ass out by running <laughs> into her, and she fell down on the ground, passed out, and he ran off. Yeah, with blood on the forehead. Yep. I don't know how far he thinks he's going to get with his hands handcuffed <laughs> behind him through and, all the other and zombies. And, like, they not going to come looking for her. Well, that and on his, is he going a different route than wrecking him to the hospital? Like, yeah. I feel like they're going to all meet up at the same place. Yeah, I'm, I'm more worried about him finding a way back. And then um, telling um, telling Don the plan and giving all the information because he does seem to be very smart, very quick on his feet, and he's probably gonna be able to like set you know tell her everything about the group. Yep, he already sized everybody up. Yeah, like hey, Rick's the leader. This you know this woman is that. This person is that. These are the two people they have hostages. You know they just want Beth and so and so. So we already know. You know, that they, we can use them as leverage. Like, I just hope that dude doesn't fuck up the plan too much, you know? Because mm-hmm. then they'll see the other side of Rick. And yeah. the, group, well, the group itself for Tyrese. And Noah did vouch for him as one of the good ones. So, I mean, maybe he is a good guy and he's still going to go over there and be like, look, we need to give him these two people. Or right. I don't know. And maybe he is a good guy, but maybe he's just like, I don't know y'all and I don't trust y'all. Yeah, he might also think the group is bad. Correct. Cause like that's the thing I was saying about because he don't know nothing about them, right? That's the thing I was saying about all these plans and shit. Like, the eventually the plans make you look like the bad guy, you know. Um, so uh, yeah, they did the Talking Dead after that. So anyway, what do y'all think is gonna happen? What are y'all looking forward to next week? Uh, I'll start with you, Justin. I still want to see Morgan. Like, goddamn, I'm tired. Of, like, they don't tease me with him, and then I still haven't seen him yet again this season. I, I don't, I don't think we're gonna get him to the after the um, break. And then I'm still, you know, I'm waiting to see what happens with the hospital. Um, that's my main goal. I, I hope Pastor, Pastor, whatever his name is, dies on his Gabriel. mission. Gabriel. Yeah, passing Gabriel. Hope he go ahead and die. Uh, what about you, Care? I'm looking forward to Care waking up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, looking forward to what the other group is going to do now since uh, Abraham is awake. Um, looking uh, forward to uh, what what about Sasha? Like you know about her because uh, going back to the Talking Dead, she did that shit pregnant. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yep. And she looked so good. Yeah, she she's bad as shit. But I I mean I've been saying that for a while mm-hmm um but uh yeah she uh and shout out to the woman that plays uh rosita she was looking good as shit up there too mm-hmm. <laughs> yep mm-hmm. no, i almost didn't recognize her too 
right? Yeah. She almost didn't look the same. She's she's gorgeous. All the women pretty. Uh, so uh, for me personally, uh, I am looking forward to pretty much the same thing y'all are. Um, I do want to see um, what happens with Rick and them confront Don with the hostage situation. Uh, and I honestly, man, low key, I think. Um, for people that read the comic books, I think Sasha is now Andrea. Mm. Um, cause she's the best shot on the low, on the low. Like how she shot the back tire out. Right. Um, she's like the most aggressive. Very. If Bob was Dale, Dale died at the same way Bob did. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm kind of looking forward to that, man. I hope she is. And I hope that means she'll be stuck around for a long time. I think she will. Um, and that would be real dope if they eventually ship her and Rick. That's a possibility. That would be dope as fuck, man. I don't know if it'll happen, but I'm just saying. Because um, the show does always take many twists and turns. I mean, this hospital shit is not even in the comic books at all. Nope. But uh, anyway, looking forward to all that stuff uh, coming up next week, uh, which will be the season finale for the fall for season five so Mm -hmm. no more walking dead till after the super bowl after this so correct you know they gotta end on something big you know either a big cliffhanger or something we did get it one email christine writes in day walking demographics hey guys i've been really enjoying your walking dead recaps i can't get enough so i started rewatching from episode one on netflix i wasn't paying too much attention the first time i watched but now that i'm going back i'm starting to notice some things Has anyone else noticed the lack of diversity in the walkers? They all appear to have been young, tall, and thin. I mean, this is in and around Atlanta, Georgia. I know Southern cuisine, so where them thick, hypertensive zombies at? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe that's what the extras are, or maybe that's the easiest to do makeup on. Possibly, yeah. Who knows? Um, Because I think also they the they like they've done this fat zombie thing before but it's always been like a one-off or a really big you know like that one in the well mm-hmm. you know yeah. uh where are the gay walkers i mean really atlanta georgia <laughs> hey yeah i know where's the glitter if you could talk if they could talk you probably would you probably would be they just walk around like brains (laughs) (laughs) uh or children i've counted four children zombies two of them were sophia and lizzie's sister but they haven't really encountered any living children it would be a shame that the world had to start all over again but lord with no one but lori's descendants to rule the civilization (laughs) well they did have the child walker that daryl killed last week and they had one like at the very almost the very first scene of yeah. the start of the whole series. So maybe those are the four. Of course, yeah. Yes, uh, and of course, uh, you know, oh, Carol's daughter. Yeah, and it, to me, it would make sense that there's not a lot of old people or kids. Yeah, those are probably the first to die. I, I mean, all jokes aside, they probably are the mm-hmm. first to die. If you're handicapped. If you're a child, and it makes sense that fat people are not around because they get ate first because, you know, they don't move as quick and not as <laughs> agile. You know, you can't be climbing trees or you're the first one to to, to gas for air. So it kind of makes sense that all the skinny zombies survive. Especially if they're gay. A lot of yeah. gay zombies, you know, they run kind of weird. Um, and then, you know, they uh, dress in very flamboyant ways that would attract zombie vision. Now, duh. 
Now, do you think that Rick and them should have stopped? You remember, I think it was season one um, when they went back to Atlanta to get those guns, and um, it was like a, um, a place where the Hispanic dude had a lot of the old people there mm-hmm. uh, and the nursing home. Do you think Rick should have stopped by there to see if they were still there and get some help to overtake the hospital? Sure, man. Why not? Mm-hmm. I mean, because they left on good terms. They parted on good terms with mm-hmm. that group. Yeah. I, I, you know, honestly, I doubt that group survived. Yeah. That might be just my piss. No, just the way I think. I don't think they survived. Uh, lastly, where are the black women zombies? Says Morgan's wife. I haven't seen any. Is it hard to do death makeup on brown skin? I like to think we got the hell out and have mad survival skills. So our story wouldn't have been so dramatic. I don't know. I'll tell you what the black women zombies are. They still alive. <laughs> think black women gonna let the fucking zombie apocalypse kill them? You got to be out your goddamn mind been surviving all these years uh, with, without much support as is mm-hmm. all right you're gonna be in the zombie i don't need no man all right you're gonna see zombies strangled with weaves and all kinds of <laughs> shit right is like mm. they're like why is this zombie super glue with hair glue to this wall right that's the shit you're gonna see finally i could go natural and not have to worry about it right right mm-hmm. right finally i don't have to shave my legs fuck it somewhere black women got a whole society set up where they get their hair done every week mm-hmm. everything the same yes yes um i really hate to be this kind of nerd but it's like i can't help myself has anyone explained why the walkers are able to use rocks to break glass doors jump fences turn knobs in the first season but just stand against the fences now i honestly don't even remember them using rocks to break glass me jump fences or any of that stuff yeah the only one i remember turning the doorknob was morgan's wife trying to get into the house yeah and i thought that was like some muscle memory type shit because it was her house yeah but i honestly don't remember them using rocks and all that shit or jumping fences i really don't remember man maybe i need to go back and watch first season yeah i don't remember jumping fences all right why can't i just like something i getting something technical your thoughts hey man i mean that's your curse Thank God I don't have to worry about living uh-huh. in that brain. <laughs> I like I like my world where I just get to enjoy shit. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm very simplistic when it comes to certain things. If I love it, I'm just say hey, I love it and fuck it. Next episode is called Coda. So um, we'll see what's going on with that one. Um, it's called what? Coda, C-O-D-A. Oh, okay. Um, so. Is that a phrase word for something? Like grotto? Don't give me the line, Karen. Y'all got Google on y'all computers just as much <laughs> well, as let I me do. Look it up. I, I don't me know. Me no use Google. I don't even know what that means, Coda. Uh, me so, no like technology. So I guess we might as well talk about the news. Uh, I guess we we'll talk about Ferguson first. Um, obviously, Darren Wilson gave an interview with ABC. It's not out yet, but uh, the snippet for it is out. Um, you know where they basically promote the episode and and tease you with a trailer or whatever or the interview mm-hmm. um but he basically said that he did the right thing uh he has a clear conscience uh and of course the classic i do it again mm. they always got to say they do it again man now it is time for some guest race <laughs> 
Good afternoon. We're coming on the air right now because I have just spent over an hour at a secret location with Officer Darren Wilson. He, of course, is the officer who shot and killed Michael Brown on August 9th. Yesterday, the... By the way, why do I always have a secret location and all this shit? Nothing ever happens to these people. You can kill black people with impunity in this country. Yeah, that's why I don't... That's why I was like, guess the race. Like, we know he white. That's how he feels. Um, you don't need to hide him. He, who's going to bother him? Right. Nobody ever gets these guys. He didn't offend other white people. He's Grand okay. decided not to bring charges against Officer Wilson. And today we went over every single question dealing with those fateful 90 seconds on August 9th when he encountered Michael Brown. I asked him directly, did he shoot towards Michael Brown's back? He said no. He said Michael Brown reached into, into his car grabbed for his gun and that's why he feared for his life he also said that later when michael brown left the car he actually charged toward officer wilson did not raise his hands in surrender and that's why officer wilson said he had to shoot michael brown on that day well he did say he was sorry for the loss of life uh the loss of michael brown's life he said he would not do anything different that day that he did what he was trained to do he was simply doing his job and i also asked him directly i pressed him i said would this have gone down any differently if michael brown were white he said absolutely not he says he has a clean conscience over his actions that day even though he's sorry for the loss of life and understands the grief of Michael Brown's parents. Of course, while we were speaking, his parents were holding a press conference outside St. Louis today. A lot of raw emotion there today as well. Still a lot of anger here in the streets of Ferguson and in many other parts uh, of the country. But as I said, Officer Wilson said he does not think he could have done anything differently that day. He says he did what he was trained to do. He has a clean conscience over his actions that day. We're going to have much more ahead tonight on World News with David Muir and Nightline, and I'll have more tomorrow on Good Morning America as well. I'm George Stephanopoulos in Missouri. So uh, there's that. Pretty predictable. Like, that's the thing about the aftermath of all this shit. Almost all of it has just been shit where I'm like, I'm not surprised because I just prepared myself for all of this months ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm i not even that much angrier than I was. Like, nope. I'm shocked it took this long to clear him. Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, the fact that they brought in the National Guard and protected the police station and all this shit, it was just very much like, spoiler alert we letting this nigga go scot-free <laughs> you know like we like no mystery to this and no need to keep y'all in suspense you know we already know how this is gonna go this is uh the parents of michael brown after um the announcement I 
Anybody say so they're alive. They are damn alive. And we know it. We know it's the She just started breaking down, everybody was hugging her and stuff. Stepfather, I mean, turned to the crowd and basically was like burning this bitch down over and over. So, um, you know, as you can imagine, there's been some adverse reaction to that. Um, some people basically being like, oh, you know, they they shouldn't act like that. But they were grieving. And this is kind of what happens when you're, you know, got the cameras focused on people 24-7. These aren't. Correct. They're not media professionals. They're not trained to deal with this. Yeah. Um, you know, afterwards, there was um, protest that ended up with property being burned. Um they said at least 12 buildings were set on fire. Hundreds of gunshots were fired during demonstrations is what they're reporting. Um, 18 people were injured in unrest. At least 61 protesters arrested. Um, Anybody killed yet, though? No, no. I'm, I'm shocked about that. That's the they did find They did find a dead body, but they don't know if that's related to the protest or what. They found one in a car. Um, but you, the, the thing that's crazy to me is with so much chaos in the aftermath of the shit like i don't even know what to believe because so many of the reports that we've gotten from the police who we typically are the first responders to the scene of stuff like this the 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 police are what started this and their untrustworthiness has been uh the impetus for a lot of this stuff so you know i don't even know that you're gonna get honest numbers or a representation of what happened on the ground yeah, and it's crazy, you know, and I, you know, I, I'm sure people have been saying you shouldn't be looting, you shouldn't be rioting, things like that. Uh, and I agree, I don't think your voice is heard in today's society uh, with those actions. But it's hard to tell people that when they're responding off of emotion. Yeah, I, it's like, I don't want to see anybody riot either. I don't want to see any violence. I don't want to see any buildings get hurt. Uh, or I won't see any people get hurt. Uh, you know, I would prefer for people to be calm and all that shit. Everybody would. You know, people got mad at the president for saying that, but it's the only fucking thing he can say. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to say, burn this bitch down? He can't do that. Like, you know, and he has to say something. So, you know, um, he's already spoken on the shit four or five times, urging for calm and peace. 
um and you know he did it again last night you know he knew the decision too he knew what was yeah you know he knew what was happening everybody knew what was happening Mm -hmm. um this is not shock or surprising but uh, i mean it's like beyond that what do you tell somebody when it can't get worse yep like what what is the downside of, of of looting burning buildings down and all this shit it's gonna be worse they gonna treat y'all worse than they do now what are they gonna do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. they're gonna shoot you for fighting back yeah they're already shooting you for not fighting back at least you might get a punch in you yeah. know so I, I i like i don't even have the fucking capacity to try to tell these people that you know what they're doing is so fucked up or it's just gonna make things worse what does worse look like i don't is it like can it be worse you get to kill somebody like this you don't even have to fucking explain it before a a court of your peers or anything you know the prosecutor seems to be complicit in making sure charges don't get drawn like i've never seen anything like this before so i don't know what what could be worse i mean they just gonna start lynching people i mean maybe that's it maybe they just gonna go back to just old school picnic like lynching nigga in front of everybody maybe that's what they want to do but um it's terrible yeah police uh county chief st louis county chief, police chief john belmar said it's disappoint i'm disappointed i didn't see a whole lot of peaceful protesters out there well the other thing is they waited purposely to announce it when kids and all these other people had to go to bed because mm-hmm. they knew what they wanted to do they wanted to smoke you know smoke them out uh and prepare for you know to dump rubber bullets on the crowd and all the shit that they've been doing uh so they wanted to make sure it was only certain types of people out there on the streets yep it's and you know i will say this though the riots it might not bring the immediate change that the people uh, not just the people in that community but that we all want but it will it will bring the attention uh to the problem because once you get past the rioting you have to look at the why Mm-hmm. nobody cares about the you why know what I mean? that's like, the problem at some point you have to look at the why mm-hmm. um well I, well you don't have to if, if right you, so, but in for rational people you would uh, you would look at the why why is this continuing to happen um and this it's a problem yeah it's, and it's not just isolated to that community this could have happened anywhere in the country, and I think people have a tendency to forget that. It does happen anywhere in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Um, this just happened to be one of the, the current stories that got picked up. There's 13,546 comments on it. No one special says, I don't care what you say. An 18-year-old is not a boy, and a near 300-pound person is not a kid. Fact is, your son did something stupid and unfortunately lost his life. You should not be saying, burn this bitch down regardless the man should be charged with inciting a riot like burning down homes, cars, and looting businesses helps anything like that. Make sure side look credible. And when the cost of everything goes up in Ferguson because insurance carriers will be dropping everyone left and right, you will see it hit your pocketbook later. So he got to be charged with all that, but not the cop. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Wow, even after all the facts are out, people are still misquoting them. He got shot six times, not 12. The reason Mike Brown is dead is because he made one dumb choice after another. 
you kick your son out of his home and send him to live with his grandmother she kicks him out he stays with friends while you don't welcome him back into your home and his grandmother takes him back you neglect your responsibilities as a parent unleash your thug of a son into society who has no respect for authority or law not only does he strong arm rob a convenience store but he get he can get so he can get high he directly disobeys lawful orders by police and fights with the officer of the law leslie mcspadden you need to go home and think about your own actions and quit blaming officers and racism you and your husband can go back to your hole in the wall because i do not feel sorry for you or your community i feel sorry for darren wilson his family the business owners and their families and the employees of these businesses are not out who are now out of work because of your gentle giants actions for that uh that's who i still feel sorry for you know i was getting ready to address those comments but fuck you that's that's my response Mm -hmm. fight me i think he should be arrested and charged with the fires and be accountable for the damage everyone acts like they can get mad at the system and do whatever they want in defiance and they have no accountability the white officer had accountability he was trying to do what he did he was trying to shoot someone who uses force and aggression towards a police officer children need to learn to respect the badge the way they respect fire don't touch it or you will get burned don't play with it because you might not be able to handle it let it warm you when you are cold let it get rid of things you don't want when you don't respect it and you get burned or even killed it was your own fault take accountability um this motherfucker wants the stepfather arrested but not darren wilson that's interesting dennis says that's right go ahead burn the place down and don't forget to pick up some booze with your fellow looters there feel better someday maybe in the next millennium you high and mighty brave and peaceful protesters will realize how counterproductive this bs is to your cause sure you get your mug on tv and throw out obscenities at cops and fbi agents but what is that going to get you really you say you lack representation in the police department and local government how does this help looking in the mirror look in the mirror if you want to find out who could be the next black cop a government official the word racist has lost its value due to overuse it's just another word we hear every day the impact is gone one difference is that it applies to nearly as many blacks as it does whites all this is happening because the officer was was is white make that cop any other color and it's just another thug who got overzealous with the cop if the cop were black would there be any notoriety to this story if your answer was no that proves your real problem is riding when it's white on black watch a tv when it's black on black blame others for your situation all you want but you are either part of the solution or part of the problem which is it but the black cop would have been arrested mm-hmm. and, and put in jail. First of he, all, people still tried. people still get mad when black cops abuse their power on black people. Mm-hmm. So that's all. That's a mute. And, that, that argument is mute. Yep. But and he would have been arrested. That was the other part about it. How is he not arrested? Where is the justice in someone instructing an instructing an angry mob to burn the city down and they do it? That is terrorism. When the when the men the nerve of the attorney to say they are emotional, the same people that said the cop is guilty because he shot MB in a rage 
after being attacked by mb so they are innocent because they are emotional the cop is guilty because he was in a rage by the way if he was in a rage he would have shot mike brown in the back not waiting for him to turn around the charge sorry but this guy should be arrested so should mike brown's friend slash accomplice he lied in court and he helped incite this insanity by lying in the beginning he was involved in the attack he was accomplicing the robbery he was still going he's still going around running his mouth pumping people up acting like a hero justice throw the entire media in prison with them and the entire media and things will get a lot better people do deserve justice and it's all of us in the real world having our lives written for us by the media by the press they present specific stories to turn us against each other i really don't know the cop i do wonder why he had to kill mike brown or if there was some way to avoid killing him seems like there had to be some way not to kill him so i'm not saying he's innocent either but if you shout justice and you are a criminal yourself get real that's just some of the he can watch 13, Fox news if you don't like the media that's just some of the thirteen thousand five hundred forty six comments on this article oh, damn and you can kind of get the uh tone from uh that it's not going too well um officer wilson penned a letter to his supporters had to thank them for looking out for your boy to the tune of a paid vacation of four hundred thousand dollars or whatever it was for killing a black kid so let's be honest you don't know shit about Dar- darren wilson except that he killed that black kid and that's what you gave your money for so why are we pretending i would like to thank you all for standing up for me during this stressful time your support and dedication is amazing and it is still hard to believe believe that all of these people that i have never met are doing so much for me i watched the cnn video that was recorded at the rally on saturday and it brought tears to my eyes all of you are simply amazing and i don't know how to thank you all enough i wish i could attend and meet you hug you and personally thank you for all of your continued support however due to my and my family's safety i am unable to please don't give this letter to any media or post it where they can see it relay the message of thanks to all and keep this letter private until the investigation is complete i want you all to know that i do get updates on the amount of support unfortunately i don't get to see all of the comments made through social media but overall messages are relayed to me thank you from the bottom of my heart and know that i would do the same for any of you also please keep my family in blue in your hearts and prayers they have all made a sacrifice to their own lives in order to work the excessive hours through the heat and rain to ensure that the riots and protests in Ferguson were as safe as they could be. Thank you, police officer Darren Wilson. So, uh, you know, got to thank the supporters out there spreading the gospel for them. I, just reading that makes me sick. Just hearing it, you know what I mean? Just, uh, what a piece of shit um thousands of people did rally across the u.s after the ferguson decision not just mm-hmm. ferguson uh new york i know was part of, of it was out in the street really too late last night mm-hmm. like you know and that's because they announced it so late really i mean they purposely strategically did that what time did they announce it like like nine, nine o'clock at nine. night here nine o'clock really at shocked night. That, like just announced it at like 10 a.m then yeah they knew on friday yeah 
Yeah, that, that, and I think for me personally, that's a problem that I had with the whole situation. Just that? Just the 10 a.m. thing? No, not the 10 a.m. Um, <laughs> just for the fact that what the fuck we were waiting on. Uh, most people knew he was not going to get indicted. Mm. Why are you purposely strategically dragging this out? Yeah. And they would have had a whole weekend of uh, uh, chaos in that city. Yeah. Like some people, like you said, they went home, had to go to work the next day, uh, different things like that. But yeah, that was counseling in schools. The decision is in, as one resident of Ferguson, Missouri, put it. The last three months have been like preparing for war, as a grand jury weighed whether to indict a white police officer who shot and killed an unarmed black teenager. It began on August 9th, just past noon, on Campfield Avenue. Officer Darren Wilson spotted Michael Brown and a friend walking in the street and ordered the pair to the sidewalk. There was an altercation when the officer was still in his car. Wilson fired his gun. Brown was hit and tried to run away. Wilson left his police car and ran after him. By the time it was over, at least six shots were fired and Brown's body was left on the street. At the time, as newly released audio tapes illustrate, Police were concerned. Several more units over here. There's going to be a problem. In fact, in the days that followed, there was reason to be. The protests eventually led to violence and questions about the militarization of police departments everywhere. The Ferguson Police Department was criticized for initially concealing the identity of the officer, claiming his actions were in self-defense. The Justice Department and the FBI both opened civil rights investigations as the racial makeup of the force was questioned. In a town that's 67% African-American, just three of 53 police officers are black. The Ferguson police faced more criticism when they did release the name of the officer. The officer that was involved in the shooting of uh, Michael Brown was Darren Wilson. That same day, they also put out a video showing Michael Brown confronting a convenience store owner the morning of the shooting. Some said the video was an effort to smear Brown, while the police tried to imply a link between what happened at the convenience store and Darren Wilson's actions. On August 20th, testimony began before a grand jury. Among the evidence presented were two autopsies, one by the St. Louis County Medical Examiner and a private one at the request of the Brown family. The private autopsy performed by Dr. Michael Baden showed Brown was shot six times. According to Baden, his autopsy did not indicate a physical struggle. Experts say the St. Louis County report suggested that Brown was shot in the hand at close range, which supporters claim bolstered Officer Wilson's account that a struggle had ensued after Brown tried to grab his gun, something he told the grand jury in September. Nine white and three black jurors have been deliberating since last week. Thousands have descended onto Ferguson, and while peaceful protests have occurred every night since the shooting, there's real concern that no indictment of Darren Wilson will lead to violence in the streets. Once again, the nation and the world are watching. Sounds like the Super Bowl preview. Um, Washington, D.C., St. Louis, Seattle, Minneapolis, Oakland, Cleveland, um, just some of the places where, you know, rallies were held, Chicago, um, New York, you know, 
um people showing solidarity um uh, 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 you know just as the as the protest took place to just show that people didn't agree with the decision you know um which you you know you really can't blame people for disagreeing uh darren wilson did eventually get locked up and had a ball and chain through on him because he got married and all during all this uh he got married to his girlfriend so he took that money that people were um sending him and use it to to go off and have have a nice wedding Mm -hmm. (laughs) nice honeymoon too yep took some of that paid time off um what does he even do after this oh he goes back to work as a cop yeah like he's just gonna be on the streets next week i don't think he will what two weeks i mean he's not fired no he not fired he was acquitted of the charges Uh i mean you almost have he almost has to resign like how the fuck how can you just be a police officer after this correct and deal with the community probably the same or with more force no and and the reason why i say i think he if he does it'll be in another area because he's concerned about the safety of his family and all that shit so there's no way in the world he would go back out in the street to be an officer i mean they'll probably they might he probably won't be a street cop but he'll still be a cop doing something or they might put him at the academy yeah he hasn't been back to his house so he doesn't even live to go there anymore basically i mean I don't know. Well, yeah, he went and got married. Um, Governor Jay Nixon, who called in the fucking military, um, called for peace before the Ferguson grand jury decision. You know, um, if you do the right thing, you don't have to worry about asking for peace. Right. But it's like, we're going to do the wrong thing. Now, can y'all just be easily cool about it? And, and you know, even though we always talk about people shouldn't riot, this and that, you know, America wasn't founded on people peacefully protesting. No peaceful change has ever been. I mean, no change in this society has ever been peaceful. Ever. Yep. So it's always taking some measure of um, someone putting something online, whether it's uh, people's lives, people's property. Um, there's always been violence associated with every major change in america from the you know civil war to you know american revolution to civil rights movement um women's suffrage movement yeah somebody always had to do something Mm -hmm. because if not shit would never change uh pharrell wanted to get in on some of this he said why aren't we talking about michael brown's bullyish behavior grammy award-winning producer pharrell williams has previously gotten flack for his comments on race, such as when he told Oprah that the new black doesn't blame other races for our issues. But that didn't stop the singer-songwriter from voicing his thoughts on Monday's grand jury decision in Ferguson, Missouri, although he said he didn't want to get in trouble. In an extensive interview with Ebony, the star wondered why there wasn't more discussion about why Michael Brown exhibited the behavior he did in the convenience store. Because it doesn't mean he should lose his life over committing a crime. Also, what world does he live in where it wasn't discussed? Yeah, that's the first thing they brought out. A lot of people tried to use that as a reason why he should die. I mean, shit, didn't we just read a bunch of comments? It's the only thing they want to talk about. Mm-hmm. He's a thug. You didn't raise him right. Of course he died. He says it looked very bullyish. 
that in itself i had a problem with william said referring to a release surveillance video that alleged allegedly shows brown forcefully stealing cigarillos where's the dash cam at from the cop car where is this camera at not not with the kid but whatever happened in his life for him to arrive at a place where that behavior is okay why are we talking about that why aren't we talking about that however he did say that wilson should have been held accountable for shooting brown i believe that ferguson officers should be punished and serve time he used excessive force on a human being who was merely a child he was a baby man the boy was walking in the middle of the street when the police supposedly told him to get the fuck on the sidewalk if you don't listen to that after you just be having pushed a store owner you're asking for trouble but you're not asking to be killed some of these youth feel hunted and preyed upon and that's why the officer needs to be punished the songwriter also blasted police department's use of force in the inner city questioning their use of equipment such as mine resistant ambush protected vehicles also lamented the fact that president barack obama himself has not made more of an appearance in ferguson okay you started you literally started this on some michael brown was a thug type shit and then you want to switch to the end like why the president didn't do nothing i felt like the president uh should have gone down there i think senate attorney general eric holder was a kind gesture but the president should have gone he didn't have to go and take a side all he needed to do was show some his presence and everyone would have straightened up but he didn't go i won't fault him he's a man with a lot of weight on his shoulders but i personally would have gone because being a man of the people means you're right there with them in it william said citing examples of martin luther king jr and gandhi who were not elected officials uh also why do y'all keep ascribing these magical superpowers to president obama where he just makes everyone have peace and go get along right the the problem isn't him it's us there's no words he could say that will quell anything that is happening when you're dealing with fucking systematic racism there's no magic wand he can raise mm-hmm. the the most he has right now is sending in the attorney general to look at these departments and do a separate yes. investigation of their uh, of the uh you know results this this nigga really want the leader of the united states to drop everything he doing to go deal with something like this and i'm not saying it's not important mm-hmm but when you have other terrorist countries that want to kill everyone in the United States, correct? Uh, I'm gonna let him go ahead and keep handling handling his business. Yeah, take care that. of ISIS. You know what I mean? Yeah, he can't even keep people out of the White House from killing him. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he saw somehow he's supposed to get it together and go down there and just say, "Hey, everybody, calm down." They don't even like I'm like following people on Twitter and shit. They are like, fuck the president for even saying stuff like, guys, don't, don't like burn shit down and be looting mm-hmm. tonight. Like, just don't do it. Like, well, you should tell the cops that. Yeah. Yeah. They fuck are. him. Like, I saw one woman that was like, this is what happens when you raised by a white mama. He not really a, he don't really have a black experience in America. What does that got to do with anything? Like there's anyone that's ever been called, like there's anyone that's been called nigger more than President Obama in the last fucking, uh, year, uh, six years? Correct. Like he don't know he black? He, like, like he's under some type of illusion that he not really black? Please. Please. The fact that just the sheer internalized inferiority and racism in ourselves to think because he's black 
and president that 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 he owes us more meanwhile i already know how this plays out because when there were tragedies and we had white presidents people didn't expect nothing out of the president mm-hmm. which is internal lie that's us yeah not the mayor of the city right and the, and the governor and the county leaders and the county right who has a more of an impact that the president will and, ever have nobody senators. was like what is the president gonna say about rodney king nope why didn't the president go out to la and talk to everybody Mm-hmm. no you wouldn't say that because he's not black why didn't the president get oj to just admit his wrongdoing right we can't admit that our that our view of the office and what he does is tainted by the fact that he's black so we have completely different expectations of a man that we really have no right to expect because no one in that office has ever done as much for black people openly than he has you know what I mean? Like they weren't sitting in the fucking grand jury down there. Like, well, we better check out the LAPD. Better get the attorney general, uh, attorney general to check out the LAPD. We were just like, no, the, the president's white and some racist shit happened, and that's what's supposed to happen. So we need to let it go. Mm-hmm. Like he did send down the attorney general. Like he didn't have to do that, but he did. Yeah, meanwhile, half, more than half of the country actually believes the president is racist against white people mm-hmm. so you sitting around talking about yeah fuck the president he's the worst you know uh he doesn't care about black people other half of the country is like he only cares about black people he's fucking up my country i can't wait to get him out of the office he's the real racist why didn't you and nelly go down there Right. Y'all, I mean, these same people buying your albums, I'm sure you have some type of impact on the youth. Tell them to go down there and sing happy. And Darren Wilson's account of the shit is just, you know, Mike Brown, who he's the same size as, was apparently the strongest nigga in the world. And <laughs> every bullet he shot him with, he got bigger and bigger. And, uh, turned turn to the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. No, no, no idea how he attacked him at his car, but somehow didn't get killed till he was, a whole lot of feet away from the car but at some point he was charging towards him with the gun rather than running away with the gun he never shot the dude in the back just uh had to put him down because what if he would have ran into somebody else mm-hmm. why not just wait for backup right you're in a dangerous situation they're trained to not go in by themselves uh, wait for back. It's just like car chases. Mm-hmm. You're t- you're trained to not chase the vehicle in dangerous situations is going to endanger other people. Then you know what? Dangerous situation. Let me wait for backup. I can't. They just literally just walking down the street. It's not like they driving away. <laughs> you know what I mean? How come when their training kicks in, it's always to kill some black people? It's never like, oh, my training kicked in and then I saved the baby from a fire. It's always my training kicked in and I killed a black person like, you know, we supposed to do. Because I'm a cop and you black, so I'm supposed to kill you. That's, that's the first thing, day one, they teach us in the academy. Yeah, how to kill a black person. That's really what we should call the school. You know? Mm-hmm. A million ways to kill black people. Um, <laughs> uh, President Obama did give a a, a statement on uh, Ferguson, and people were like, well, it's not making me feel better. There's nothing to feel good about. Ain't that truth? There's nothing he can say. There's no solution for this type of fucking just tragedy. It's a tragedy. You know, I think people want, you know, there to be some type of easy, quick fix. You know, just say these magic words. 
And Jason, we're going to break away right now for to hear the president. We'll come right back to you. As all of you know, a few minutes ago, the grand jury deliberating the death of Michael Brown issued its decision. It's now come that either way was going to be subject of intense disagreement, not only in Ferguson, but across America. So I just want to say a few words suggesting how we might move forward. First and foremost, we are a nation built on the rule of law. And so we need to accept that this decision was the grand jury's to make. There are Americans who agree with it, and there are Americans who are deeply disappointed, even angry. It's an understandable reaction. But I join Michael's parents in asking anyone who protests this decision to do so peacefully. Let me repeat Michael's father's words. Hurting others or destroying property is not the answer. No matter what the grand jury decides, I do not want my son's death to be in vain. I want it to lead to incredible change, positive change, change that makes the St. Louis region better for everyone. Now, Michael Brown's parents have lost more than anyone. We should be honoring their wishes. I also appeal to the law enforcement officials in Ferguson and the region to show care and restraint in managing peaceful protests that may occur. Understand, our police officers put their lives on the line for us every single day. They've got a tough job to do to maintain public safety and hold accountable those who break the law. As they do their jobs in the coming days, they need to work with the community, not against the community, to distinguish the handful of people who may use the grand jury's decision as an excuse for violence, distinguish them from the vast majority who just want their voices heard around legitimate issues uh, in terms of how communities and law enforcement interact. Okay, so right there, he's also calling for the police to to calm the fuck down and treat people like human beings. And I know how that sounds to us, because clearly we're more on the side of the ter- uh, the protesters and identifying with the the injustice and shit. Um, I actually don't have to drive around from city to city protected by the fraternal order of prote- police. You know what I mean? Like, I actually don't have to deal with that like he does. Um, I actually don't get 300% more death threats than the next president. Um, I actually don't have to worry about anybody trying to jump over the fence and get into my house, um, to kill me. Um, but it, I feel like people just are so angry. I'm letting everything slide because they're so angry. They're not even hearing that. Mm-mm. For him to take, you know, 30 seconds and say something to protest and then spend the next minute and a half going uh now police y'all need to calm the fuck down people don't hear it they they just everyone's so mad they only heard what they wanted to hear and vice versa the 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 people that are on the side of the police and darren wilson the only thing they heard was oh so that's all you gonna say to the protesters why are you even talking to the cops the cops this is what they need to do is to calm the protesters down just beat them up shoot fucking tear gas into their houses and all kinds of shit so everybody's hearing what the fuck they want to hear 
you know it's like it's that's the one thing about kind of staying objective and away from this shit uh for the last few months that's kind of like it has become clear is it doesn't matter what the resolution is because uh, or what what his comments is because are because the resolution is going to be the same the dude's going to walk free and no president can change that no attorney general can change that no protest can change that nothing's going to change that they have decided to let this man off the hook period that that was decided the second he killed that guy mm-hmm. i'd say even before like hey one of our officers killed somebody we we have his back we uh we make sure that the evidence is as murky as possible and there's no fucking person on this earth that's going to be able to stop us from doing that mm-hmm. the blue line yeah he was going to walk free but you know like i said i think people just like maybe and maybe it's because of his own like marketing when he was a candidate so many people were like for lack of a better term just stupid like Mm -hmm. they really threw all the common sense out the window and were like this man is going to talk everybody into not being racist you know what i mean like he would just be that magical negro who manages to conquer race because he said it y'all he said it's time for hope and change he said they we can do it you know and they were like we got to the mountaintop when we elected him and everybody cried and everybody was like this is the best and then they went and were like um um president obama has been two years where's the racism is still here there's still there's still stuff going on well can you just give another speech like you gave it's like well he gave those speeches and nothing changed Mm-hmm. like it's not a speech isn't gonna solve this shit Mm-mm. anyway um yeah he talked more y'all still and, and they stopped people stop voting yeah 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 finally we need to recognize that the situation in ferguson speaks to broader challenges that we still face as a nation the fact is in too many parts of this country distrust exists between law enforcement and communities of color some of this is the result of the legacy of racial discrimination in this country and this is tragic because nobody needs good policing more than poor communities with higher crime rates the good news is we know there are things we can do to help. And I've instructed Attorney General Holder to work with cities across the country to help build better relations between communities and law enforcement. That means working with law enforcement officials to make sure their ranks are representative of the communities they serve. We know that makes a difference. It means working to train officials so that law enforcement conducts itself in a way that is fair to everybody. It means enlisting the community actively on what should be everybody's goal, and that is to prevent crime. And there are good people on all sides of this debate, as well as in both Republican and Democratic parties, that are interested not only in lifting up best practices, with, because we know that there are communities who have been able to deal with this in an effective way, uh, but also who are interested in working uh, with this administration and local and state officials uh, to start tackling much-needed criminal justice reform. So 
Those should be the lessons that we draw from these tragic events. We need to recognize that this is not just an issue for Ferguson. This is an issue for America. We have made enormous progress in race relations over the course of the past several decades. I have witnessed that in my own life. And to deny that progress, I think, is to deny America's capacity for change. But what is also true is that there are still problems, and communities of color aren't just making these problems up. Separating that from this particular decision, there are issues in which the law too often feels as if it is being applied in a discriminatory fashion. No, that's as close as you're going to get. Bars. Like, like I said, I just think people are so upset. They're saying whatever, whatever it takes. But to hear that statement and then come out talking about some, yeah, with your white mama and you know, he 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 ain't really no a black person, and um, you know, he needs to do more and do like. Honestly, I don't know, man. Like y'all just look at politics completely different than me. What he said was so perfect. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was perfect. I don't. It was perfect, dog. And 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 stop comparing him to political leaders. I mean, not political leaders, civil rights leaders of any type, because he's not a civil rights leader. He's mm-hmm. the president. Mm-hmm. It's different. He's not MLK because MLK is not elected. He can say whatever the fuck he wants to say because nobody can like. I, they killed him anyway, but nobody can unelect him. You know what I mean? Like nobody is. He doesn't have to like like MLK isn't right. He isn't beholden to oh I have my white constituents. You know what I mean? Like there's none of that to him. He's not president of all of America, uh, and neither was Gandhi, and neither was you know like I need y'all to conceptualize what he what is happening. Not it can't just be as simple as that. You know, not to mention. For a president, he probably has the best handle on race of any president we've ever had. And he's definitely one of the few that's ever truly addressed it, um, and ever spoken on it. You know, I've, I've never heard a president address the police department the way he just did. Ever. In my whole lifetime. This ain't the first time they killed niggas. <laughs> this ain't, this ain't new. Mm-mm. Killing niggas is, is fucking, as old as apple pie for america but somehow <laughs> this is the first president that's ever sat down and was like yeah the police departments need fucking change on a on a a, a national scale not a you know like not just a local level but we got we are federally looking into police departments in general because of how they police racially and like i said i just think people are so mad that they those bar those those lines go right over them they don't care um i'm not gonna play the rest of it but you know like i said it's tragic there's nothing else to say um for it uh they do have the photos of darren wilson immediately after he was uh allegedly assaulted by michael brown and um uh you know supposedly you know beating the fuck up and to the point where he had to kill this man there's his pictures I'll put it in the chat for you. 
he supposedly was in a fight yeah it was like uh i mean you can kind of see a little bit of a red mark around his uh lip a little bit is he biting his lip yeah looks like he uh now here's his cheek looks like he got embarrassed about something at some point maybe he was blushing maybe a cute girl tried to tried to say something to him Like he just shaved right there, and there's some redness. Mm-hmm. Irritation. Uh, here's another picture of him looking directly into the camera. Uh, I can't. I honestly can't tell anything on that one. Not at all. But you know, when you're fighting for your life. And was it a fight for his life? I, you know, I feel that's why I like to see the dash cam. It could have been the other way around. Mike Brown could have been trying to fight for his life. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, man, um, that's pretty much all the news we have out of Ferguson. Um, I think Don Lemon said some dumb shit about people smoking weed or some shit. Um, <laughs> he's like, obviously there's weed smell in the air because everybody was out there live. And, you know, man, I, I don't know if I said it yesterday, if I did, I hate to repeat myself, but my bad. Um, I just was so cynical. I had to turn off all the coverage because it just. Oh yeah, fe- I, I didn't want to watch that. Yeah, it just felt like the big game was coming. Everybody wanted to see what was going to happen with the big game. You know, um, everybody wanted to be out there in the chaos and see how it would work out. Yeah, and everybody's different, but I know for me uh, personally, I have to keep my sanity, and I cannot engulf myself, but so far uh, deep into it. Uh, I'm aware and I'm alert, but my heart can only take but so much. So for me, I watch from afar off Mm -hmm. um, because that's being engulfed in it to a certain point. You can literally be blind to the reality of what's happening around you outside of the bubble that you can keep yourself in. Yeah. Social media becomes hyperbolic and everybody's feeding off each other and there's this energy and, you know, I was reading people's Twitter and reading my timeline, and it's like everyone was going one step further than each other. So, you know, and, and it's nothing but tragedy and sadness, and I'm not judging anybody because they're emotional. And right. I just turned my emotions kind of off about this topic months ago. Mm-hmm. As soon as they were like, yeah, we're extending the grand jury thing. I was like, oh, they're not going to they're not even going to come close to indicting them. This dude will never see the inside of any courtroom. Period. You know, not 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 as a not as a defendant, never. And uh I stopped. You know, I just stopped having to follow it and all the details of it cuz I already knew what was going to happen. I think a lot of people said they did that, but they didn't really cuz I see nope. people on Twitter now and they're just going off about it and they're going on and on. It's been hours and they'll it'll probably be days and weeks and months that they'll be mad about this. Correct. And they'll be tweeting about it. But I really meant what I said. I'm not going to fucking, uh, I'm, I'm just not feeling heartbroken over it. Cause I, I, I was heartbroken a couple months back where I was just like, oh, yeah. yeah, they're not going to do shit. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't imagine, like, like I said, I, I couldn't imagine any scenario where he was going to be indicted. So, uh, for me personally, I just never got, um, emotionally worked up after that moment. So, I haven't really been emotionally invested after that moment. I'm the only emotion I have left is just anger. And it's just the same general 
undertone of anger that i always have uh as a black person just where it's just like this is some bullshit mm-hmm. i you know here here we go again it's you know they've not given me a reason to hope for justice to even be let down about this correct it, it's sad man to just those comments you were reading or just um people's perspective on on how might a mistake that mike brown made um his life is the consequence for it man yeah not not just that the callousness if let's imagine mike brown's parents could read your comments because all these people kept addressing it to the people right like well i'm sorry miss mcfadden but you need to understand if she read that that's that's what you would love to say to her if you got to her face someone who just lost their son right tragically who never in their wildest dreams thought they were sending their son out to fucking die. You would just go to their face at the, at the funeral at, at the wake or whatever and go, well, maybe you shouldn't have raised such a thug because that's the lack of empathy that got us here in the first place. He was just doing his job. Really? His job is to go walk around killing people that rob convenience stores. All right. Even if without he, weapons, here's the thing. Even if, um what even if he uh did whatever it's still a matter of the lack of empathy correct even in a police shooting where it's completely justified i still feel a lack like man there was a loss of life there Mm -hmm. you know what i mean where it's like man that's it's still sad that it went down that way um you know but i feel like with a lot of people, they just can't relate to black people. You know, they can't relate to us being policed a certain way. Mm-mm. They don't relate to us as human beings. They don't relate to mm-hmm. us as fellow Americans. It's simply a fact that I've come to live with at this point. Yep. You know, obviously, hashtag not all white people, but a lot, enough, enough. And so many of them feel that we are a separate culture and separate inferior culture at that that i've no i'm no longer walking around shocked by their callousness is like you know i know uh podcasters uh people who write articles uh people that go on tv and they've taken it upon themselves this burden to constantly explain shit to white america and white people at all as if they give a fuck about what we think anyway correct like there's only some like some of them care and some of them are cool Mm -hmm. and they will find and gravitate their way towards people like us anyway right naturally they already have a diverse palette but there's a ton uh there's a ton of people that not only do they not care for what you have to say they don't want to hear what you have to say and they are against whatever the fuck you have to say and there's no amount of debate on social media there's no amount of fucking talk on your podcast there's no amount of reasoning with these type of people they don't respect you and they don't think that your life is as valuable as their life Mm -hmm. and until these issues affect things that bother them they won't give a fuck you know like i don't like i know there's some people talking about let's all like boycott spending money on certain days and shit that's all well and good. Good luck with that. I hope it works out for you. I don't think they give a fuck about your money either. Because your money isn't human money to them either. Correct. They don't care about you as a human being, period. They don't care about your humanity. They don't care about your children. They don't care about your ability to have children. Mm-hmm. They don't care about your life. They don't care about your wife. They don't care about anything that you can accomplish on your own, period. 
as far as they're concerned you are separate from them and lesser than them and none of this like all this him and hawing and going back and forth and arguing with them on social media and explaining your point of view and dear white person please understand it's not gonna help shit Mm -mm. you know what i mean so like i'm just at that cynical level right now where i don't really i'm not able to be uh but so invested because ultimately until the issues that happen to people like mike brown trayvon martin uh vandere uh what was it myers or whatever uh when that when those kind of issues are seen as america lost an american citizen from an american police force that's supposed to protect american citizens until it's looked at that way none of this shit matters because it's only looked at as black people lost another black guy because a police officer killed a black person and then that's where the debate starts and since it's starting there it's fucking fruitless because it's already starting that well that's a black thing that can happen to black people it can't happen to white people can't happen to my son so what the fuck are we talking about i get to say callous shit like well if you raise your kids right well if it wasn't a thug so yeah it's you know i can't i can't i can't with this shit like um you know i i i understand other people get involved in it that every time they're gonna be tweeting about it and fucking yeah, and, and, upset and, i'm not going to be no me either um because like i said i need my sanity and uh for the people that do that more power to you but i've come to the conclusion that most people are not dumb um white people aren't these special people that are <laughs> are, are incapable of sympathy and empathy they're uh they're not dumb uh, a lot of them just don't care. That's the problem. They don't care. And having a discussion and talking to somebody about sympathy and empathy that does not care, they're starting off from that point. So for a lot of people, you can talk to some people and you can get them to change, but they got to start with empathy and sympathy in their heart. If if they don't have that, there's no way you can go with the conversation. Yeah. The kind of person that cares about this shit already cares or they don't. The Correct. Line, the lines have been drawn. No, No minds have been changed. I like that's if you want to shock me on social media show me the status of the person that's like yo i was fucking like fuck mike brown this some bullshit and then i saw this decision and i was like wow i realized i was wrong we're not gonna see that guy that guy doesn't exist and that and that that's why shit ain't gonna change and i don't know how if if we can have a black president in america and our issues are still seen as black issues. There's no hope. Uh, Karen, go ahead and talk about Beyonce. Sorry about all this. We get to talk about Beyonce now? Yeah, whatever you want to talk about Beyonce, I'm good. Oh, I know what I want. Uh, I, um, I, I got a musical request. Uh, you know, the Beyonce's on uh, Spotify. <coughs> um, so uh, I want to. Yes, sir. What? The whole thing? Yes, sir. Uh, they were saying that uh, Beyonce released this album on uh spotify and mm-hmm. they were saying that um spotify's it sure is um they were saying that now whenever they do the stats for the billboards spotify listening list listens will be actually calculated in those stats mm. so this is very smart for her to put it out there um so yeah i be knowing so yeah go ahead and play that 7-eleven for the people that hadn't heard it yet Smack it, smack it in the air. Smack it, smack it in the air. Legs moving, tight to side. Smack it, smack it in the air. Smack it, smack it in the air. Way off. 
this sounds like new orleans like just that uh that bounce music where they mm-hmm. just repeat the same thing over and over like just people just gonna be dancing like fuck to this at the club yep it's not the same without the video karen i'm gonna be honest with you it's not so it's not a video for this oh, it's oh a video it is for it. oh yeah it yeah, is yeah, yeah i say i don't know if you can put it in the chat the video yeah all right hold on can't have everybody all excited about this segment we just gonna play the song that's the whole no. that's the whole segment i hope you don't think it's the whole segment sir what is, i mean okay all right what what else you did you want to do i'm sorry uh, okay um since this is my segment because i want to talk about beyonce since we didn't get to talk about beyonce yesterday um what had happened was that uh friday night after i had got gotten off work i was you know just chilling going to uh, uh, watching the internet and it just so happened that uh this beautiful video bounced up and down my timeline on twitter and I seen like clips of it, but I didn't get to actually see the whole video. Mm-hmm. And when I clicked on it, I spent like the next four or five hours just watching the video and on repeat <laughs> and tweeting the lyrics. Like I say, I, lo- I like Beyonce. For a lot of people, they might say fuck her, but I'm just speaking from my perspective and this is my show. So we're going to talk about it today. Um, and this video is everything to me. She was making phone calls with her feet. She was doing dice. Um, yeah, I'm watching it now. She had on knee pads. Right, right. She got them booty shorts on. She had like these white pants, but she was sitting in this chair. Her butt was vib- was I was to say vibrating, but it was vibrating and gyrating and shit. Uh, it's it's crazy because like the first part of this is like she just went out to the balcony with a uh, a camera and a tripod and just right like, recorded herself you know messing what? around. She- she used the camera from an iPhone and made a better video than some of these people did when they spent thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's just one of those things where she's just being herself 
And I think, uh, for me, like I said, uh, I'm biased. So, like I said, I'm a huge Beyonce fan. So, to me, this video just... Oh, ma- and then she did the... Right? right? You see in the bathroom, yes, yeah. with the paint, with the white pants on. Yeah. And she got like, oh, you, so you hadn't seen the video? No, no. Oh, I, it's been on loop for me for, for a long, hot minute. Yeah, she did the, uh, the, the butt, um, control, like one cheek, left cheek, left right. cheek, right cheek. That's what I'm talking about, that butt vibrating. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's back. Yes, it is. Yeah, she, she got, had, like, lost some ass weight for the, um, when she was, for the tour. Right. Because, you know, when you tour like that, like, she's, to me, she keeps her body in shape like a professional athlete. But, you know, she hasn't been, uh, you know, touring. So it's just one of those days we just kind of get back in your normal routine. And, yes, it's like she's just doing all kinds of shit and just being silly. She really did take a fucking iPhone. Right. Can we can and make we, this whole goddamn video? Can we yes, play it did. again with the video? Can we what? Can we play it again with the video? Shit, man, it took a minute and 30 seconds for other bitches to show up. She was just out here by herself holding it down. Looking mm-hmm. good, too. Yeah, I didn't even know these dancers was around, man. Mm-hmm. Like, this might be a, a fucking ad for the Microsoft Service Pro or some shit secretly because i don't even know what she filmed this with it you know it don't even matter she's on her balcony wherever they're shooting barefooted just playing and kicking it around look like she shot it like in 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 the side of a, a lobby uh in uh las vegas up and down the hallway time i don't spill the alcohol and for me it's, and also like it's very like it has a sleepover vibe to it right yeah yeah because a lot of people were joking about that about joking about how it just feels like it was just like a big old sleepover where she just got with like a bunch of her girls and was just like hey y'all i want to go home and see my wife now ain't nobody got no shoes on after, right they're after, barefooted after looking at this but i'm, I'm turned on a little bit Did she roll the dice mm. in this girl's she ass? She did. Oh, mm. my God. Yes. I didn't realize you hadn't seen it yet. Look at her makeup counter. This mm. shit. That shit. Flawless. Look at uh, look how much makeup they have. Good grief. These niggas formed a pyramid in the motherfucking bathroom. Mm-hmm. With their drawers on. With their drawers on. Yes, sir. She now you see why I was watching it on repeat. And they got their drawers from like the flea market where you used to get the like tie-dye spray paint dude. Yes. Mm-hmm. They used to like make um, t-shirts and license plates. You got underwear on, like regular underwear. Yeah. Like not them, just all them cute regular drawers. Making it look good too. She left in the part where she tried to do the kid and play and fail. Yes. Everybody tried to do the kid and play and fall. I thought, and she really left it in there, man. She they was, just having fun. Right. Is. Man, Jay Z's so lucky. Oh, lucky. <laughs> and, and, ass. What did he do in life to, and, to, to, oh, to get win? Drug at? dealing camel ass nigga. <laughs> and let me know what y'all think. I think at one period of time, 
nobody has confronted or denied i think one period of time jay-z kind of rolls in the background let me see if you, i heard if, blue ivy in here too she really she broke out of a chris of fact right broke out of a box in front of a christmas tree and started dancing this video man. is everything oh She talked it to her foot like a phone, though. Yes. Oh, my shit. that did the flip in the back i think that's jc i might be wrong what the fuck i don't know what to tell uh some random nigga just did a fucking like flip in the back right he trying to get through to the other side i was like well they won't see me if i roll yeah i don't know the camera won't see me i'll be too fast like like that's the best part is like to us to us it's like god it's beyonce to jay-z this is just his wife he like man she ain't here fucking making another video i just want to get some out the fridge and like go back and watch the game let me just flip around through the back and shit so i can hopefully it won't catch me on the camera Nah, that wasn't Jay, cause some okay. other nigga dancing in the same outfit in the background. Hey, what happened if Jay Z get on the remix? Uh, that pussy overrated. <laughs> he never. <laughs> never because not even because it wouldn't be true or whatever. Never because he would never go out like a sucker like that. <laughs> Correct. That was just a sucker fucking move. I mean, just on the remix because it's a hot beat. No, you know what I'm talking about. He would just, his E2 image conscious to do something that would make him look that herbalicious, man. <laughs> Are you like, oh, I'm supposed to hop on this with these herbs and this my ex? Nah, I'm good. I, 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 I'd rather just keep making money in albums than <laughs> look like a loser. It would be hilarious. So Man, cause I'm so fresh, fresher than you. Fresher than you. Fresher than you. Ho. <laughs> you ever shot at somebody? That yeah. could have been yes, him one time. So. And all black, it was like somebody walked by towards the end. Yeah. But was that a shot at somebody when she was saying, I'm fresher than you? Oh, to all the people that immediately got angry after about the 30 minutes of people just gushing over it, niggas had to come and be like, oh, here y'all go with this bitch again. Yeah. And to all those people, fuck you. Because <laughs> I have to sit on my timeline and watch people cheer and, and be all emotional and, and, and hey, get their life of a bullshit that I don't care about. So uh, I tweeted, tweeted hard. I was tweeting the lyrics. I was making them mad. Uh, because I just didn't give a fuck. And then my wonderful, wonderful husband, probably because he knew 
that uh if I woke up and uh this wasn't on my phone, we were gonna have issues. Mm-hmm. Uh woke up. Uh, I think y'all went to go play ball uh early that morning, uh because M oh before I go on, I'm glad that Beyonce understands that it's some old folks that are Beyonce's fan. Cause normally when Beyonce break her shit, it's 11, it's 12. My black ass in the bed. I don't be fine out till I wake up the next day. But she was nice enough to put it out on a Friday night so I could party with everybody else. Yeah, you've been partying all weekend. I have. I really have been partying all weekend. And this is why I was like, I got to talk about this and get it all out of my system. And, uh, my husband, he got up when y'all went to go play ball and I, he put it on my phone cause I like turned my phone on and I immediately seen, uh, the album was on my phone and it is everything cause it got like a remix. It got this song, got other shit is all remixed up and it got videos on this one. Um, and it, I, I just, I just, I'm in love. I, honey, I was playing that shit at work, getting absolutely positively nothing accomplished. <laughs> I'm okay with you liking Beyonce. And in particular, this song, because I, too, like Beyonce. Yeah, I actually like the Flawless remix that with Nicki Minaj. I liked it ever since it came out. Um, I know everybody was trying to, like, find something wrong with it, but it wasn't nothing wrong with that song at all to me. The original and the remix is good. Yeah, yeah but the remix with the rapping on it, was, man, was good. That shit was, that shit was everything. It's it was, so Texas. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was just one of the moments you're like, that is right. Yeah, and I think one of the songs she has Kanye on it. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it it to the me the remakes to Drunken Love where he stars off. By the way, I love that he loves Kim Kardashian. I know people mm-hmm. hate Kim Kanye and they hate oh, Kanye. You know, fuck those people. Um, because really, the only thing that sh- should matter is how you feel about your woman. Correct yourself. Yep. But um, like, let me play this shit. He love her so much. Like he's so he's so arrogant about it. You would never need another lover. Woo! Cause you a milf and I'm a motherfucker. Told you get a drummer some, now the drummer coming. I'm pour up a pump pumping all on your stomach. Yeah. Tonight I see some super freaky hoes that could go from being a stripper to a super CEO. I don't know the way you do it, but you do it to me though. And you always tell your girlfriends you need you a TV show. Now you got your own money, you don't need nobody else. But for us hellin' all that ass, I think you gon' need some help. Let me remind you, you gotta, you got a great future behind you. You gotta tell me what we tryin' to do. I know good pussy when I see it, I'm a visionary. I know them haters talking always had us very wary. Yeah, on the 35th of every worry. Yeah, you love the way I'm turned. After all the money you earn, still show daddy what you earned. That cowgirl. <laughs> you reverse that cowgirl. You reverse, you reverse, and I impregnated your mouth, girl. When I knew you could be my spouse, girl We fucking all over the house, girl We just messed up a brand new couch, girl If you ain't on site, then you on Skype I'll put you on that bike, you bound, girl We too wild, won't turn down We drunk in love, fuck them, fuck them. I'm telling you, I love the <laughs> Yo, way you feel about her on that bike on bound, girl mm-hmm. <laughs> That nigga said, fuck them That's how I, that's how I be sometimes, right. man like oh, I always gonna have something to say. Yeah, well, you, when people, oh man, why y'all ain't had no kids yet? Fuck them. Yeah, it's, right. It's me and Bay. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I fucking love that verse, man. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm happy. I got Beyonce, and and she has just 
made my weekend beautiful and the rest of my week and i'm gonna be rocking the all holiday weekend and i'm glad it's on my phone so i can just play it to myself and uh watch all the videos and get all excited all over again and like i said this has really made me happy and yes i i, I love beyonce and i will stand for her uh and i'm like i said i'm just one of them people that people get mad at but you know what i don't give a fuck and also the thing i have is um me and you had uh have talked about this for some reason um all these niggas that hate women just hate when beyonce come out because <laughs> black women get fucking happy and they gotta come shit on our parade oh yeah they hate black women and then they hate black women having fun right. and beyonce is both of those like she yes. is a black woman and she's the most popular star on the earth um and you know probably the best at her profession of anybody on the mm-hmm. earth at, at the current time um and then she shuts shit down black women don't give a fuck about nothing else for however long that Mm -hmm. takes and they out here having fun and so they had to come police the black women back in line and try to get their attention and they get it through the most negative means possible oh you listen to beyonce but you ain't got a man oh you listen to beyonce but blobbity blue oh you listen to beyonce but you 300 pounds oh you listen to beyonce but but it doesn't matter, you ashy dick nigga. You just sitting in your <laughs> house doing nothing. Sitting in your mama's basement waiting to see what black women going to tweet about so you can be mad. There's no way to get through life, son. Right. And and, and this is the way. And, and the, the weird part about it is that I know that there are people that are not Beyonce fans. They could give a fuck. But for, for the men out there, if you have a girlfriend or a wife and you could give two fucks about Beyonce and you know she's a Beyonce fan, let her be happy and let her enjoy it. Because you know what is going to happen for you? She's going to be happy and she's going to fuck you. So do not destroy the pussy for the night because you too busy trying to tell her to shut the hell up because she's happy. Yeah. I, 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 this always some old loser niggas. It's the same new dudes that be giving women advice about what they need to do. Meanwhile, having the shit they talk about is how terrible women are and diss them and talk shit about them. No one should be paying any of these niggas any attention. Correct. You know? Because I know I don't. I always have myself a blast. All right. Like, those dudes need to buy some hand lotion and shut the fuck up. Um, mm, great segment, Karen. Great segment. Yeah. Good job, Karen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We we wasn't going to go another day. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. I, and I appreciate you because you put me on to something new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh yeah, videos, everything. I'm watching this Beyonce Yonce video. Oh, it's everything. Yeah. Oh, you ain't seen nothing there. Shout out to Bill Cosby talking about song. You wish I was your pound cake. He was <laughs> saying black people need to die over that pound cake. Fuck him. Boy, you know I look good at Flawless, 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 flawless
Coldest line in hip hop <laughs> for a while. Can't be talking about M- <laughs> MJ Doctor. MJ died, man. They killing anyway. me. Like in case you didn't know, Propofol, the drug. I'm talking about Michael Jackson, how he died. Yeah. Is my motherfucking protocol Cause I, I score before I ever throw the ball. These bitches washed up and ain't no, no fucking soap, soap involved. Every hood nigga dream fantasizing about Nikki and B. Curve delicious, pussy, pussy served delicious. Mayday, mm. mayday, earth, earth to bitches. Slap these hoes on their ass like we birthing bitches. The queen of rap slaying with Queen B. People were saying they don't like her verse. I fuck with it. Listen, mm-hmm. she Some had her best rapping to me. I was gonna say she she did what Big Sean couldn't when he was rapping <laughs> with Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> yeah, right. I still know the words to this. <laughs> I don't know no words of Big Sean shit. Some about bunk bed bitches. She was like, you know what? This is Beyonce. I I can't do. This is better than what's on her album. Right. I can't sing her whole album. Right. She like I can't sing, so I'm gonna have to like really rap for the first time in a while. You ain't on the team. You, you playing for team D. Cause we a listers. We pay sisters. Just watch right here. Done face blisters. I confess I woke up like this. Like All this drinking my, my cup like this. All this ass on that floor. All this dick. Instagram under the flawless dick. On my Disney. He want monster Nikki and Sri Lanka. I told him meet me at, at the, the Trump Ivanka. I said, come here, let me show you how the cookie taste. This that, that nigga, nigga eat the, eat the cookie face. face. All right. Sorry about that, everybody. Mm. I'm not. That whole song was delicious. <laughs> Pussy served delicious. <laughs> right. I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> 
<laughs> you mm. listen to that shit like, mm, I'll give that a try. <laughs> All of it. What, this, I will taste that pound what cake, man. this again? Is that a delicious. chocolatey pound cake? I know. What this? All right, let's mm. play our games. We're not doing fucking with black people because we no, no, that. yeah, yeah. Do all that Ferguson yeah. shit. That oh, was, yeah. and it was all a hundred. Yes. Yeah, one thousand. It is time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. Now that is time for some guest race. That's right, it's guest race time. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. In this case, uh, everybody is uh, all over the globe. And we have our contestant, Jay Lemon, Guess the Race. <laughs> and the chat room plays along, and they're racist. All right, let's go to the first one. Um, there's a pastor who refused to bury a 93-year-old woman because she didn't tithe enough <laughs> she, he black. while she was in a coma. What? Mm-hmm. She was in a coma, so she couldn't tithe enough for this pastor. So he said, um, I got, I'm sorry, but I, you can't be buried here. He black. Um... A Houston pastor has come under fire for refusing to bury a 93-year-old woman who was a member of the church for 50 years. Wow. But had not tithed enough as her death neared. Robert Day told KRIV that she was devastated by the way Pastor Walter F. Houston treated her when she contacted him about a funeral at Fourth Missionary Baptist Church for her mother, Olivia Blair. I was mm. <laughs> these names. I might have to change my answer with these names. Mm, getting confusing over there. Mm. Uh, I was like the. It was like the last insult in the world. There was nothing that I could do for my mommy but funeralize her in the church that she loved and worshipped all her life, even as a little girl. They said, explaining that Houston told her that Blair had not paid her dues and she had not attended church in recent years. See. See, that's what made something. That's what made me think she black. Mm-hmm. For the last two years, my mother has been in a either a nursing home or she's been in a hospital. She pointed out, and the last few months she was in a coma. Dang, how does he even? <laughs> what? How would you even say that? Now I know the show mama ain't been coming around here to church now. <laughs> Y'all must not do sick and shut in list then. Well, uh, my 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 mom was in a coma. Well, you know, uh, yeah, Jesus uh, said there's, well, there's a will, there's a way. But, but church is in the heart. Mm-hmm. I mean, now the money ain't in the coma, is it? <laughs> you need to wake that money up and get 10% up in. <laughs> they said that she could not understand why Houston would force her to find another place for the burial after her mother had supported him for so many years and her stepfather had also been buried at the church. There's no explanation for anybody that has been paying dues for a church that long for him to make her make me have to roll my mother's body around town <laughs> like like it's weekend at Bernie's and shit. Yeah, like she in the wheelchair just. Yeah, with shades on. And somebody finally picks her up and says, yeah, we'll do the best we can. They knew she was ill. They don't care. All they care about is getting money, 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 money. 
even retail stores give people more respect than that she continued i don't understand why we become so commercialized with religion what does this have to do with god why can't i give my mother her last wish to be funeralized in a home that she loves so much tyrone jocks of preacherpimp.com who first reported Dave's story <laughs> told KRI. Wait, say that again. Tyrone, Tyrone Jocks of PreacherPimp.com. <laughs> now, we've read PreacherPimp.com articles yeah. on here before. Yes, we have. Oh, uh, damn. He told KRIV's Isaiah Carey that he pleaded with Pastor Houston to change his mind, but he refused. Houston later explained to Carey that Blair was no longer a member of the church because she had not supported it financially in the last 10 years. Day, however, said that her mother had supported the church up until two years ago, but then she became ill and was unable to attend Fourth Missionary or any church. Asked the pastor, I said, well, why didn't someone go check on her? Why didn't someone go reach out to her? Right. And his reply to me was it was up to the family to notify him. And the comment was that really set us off was that the family cares so much, why didn't they at least send a dollar to the church a week to reserve her membership? Mm. <gasps> oh, he black. Yeah, I'm back on them being black. Fuck okay. their names. On his on his website, Jocks noted that he offered to pay for the funeral <laughs> and to have it on the day the church was already closed. Sir, even though your church is closed on Friday, I've offered to pay a cost to have this funeral in your church. You're still refusing to allow this f- funeral for a member who has been part of ministry for 50 years? At, he asked Houston. Houston replied, Membership has its privileges. <laughs> oh, well, excuse me. Ah, <coughs> oh, damn, he cold. He's in, so cold. <laughs> in, in memory of Dave's mother, Preacher, PreacherPimp.com is sponsoring Olivia, the Olivia Blair Project, focusing on the abuses of tithing and the horrific financial trauma it inflicts on the elderly and those living on fixed incomes. Damn. Man. What if she would have showed up to church to try to get some money? I'm not broke no more. <laughs> uh, the ch- <laughs> guess the race. Let's check the chat room. Oh, he's black. These 11 button suits ain't gonna pay for themselves, Playboy. <laughs> black said Black Rob. <laughs> I think he said it, Playboy. That's mm-hmm. how he said it like that. Uh, he was able, also mad there was none of his members dancing with the delivered guy. Oh. No money, no problems. Part time pastor Mason Beth of Black. <laughs> funeralize pu- funeralize purple gums preacher oh. creflo dollar dollar bill <laughs> can't can't sit here these seats taken in my forest gump voice black oh coma money coma money don't make no money pay up black a dollar oh. makes this nigga holler the correct answer is black oh. <laughs> Damn, man. Are you serious? I was about to change my answer when you spit out them names. Olivia Blair. Mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, wait, that's... Hmm, okay. Dog, she couldn't tie because he was in a coma. <laughs> he didn't <laughs> even care. He don't give a fuck. He was like, these bills don't stop because you can't attend church. Let me ask you something. Did the rent not come due during this time? Mm-hmm. She got extra money now. She got somewhere to stay, right? Okay. Now, when she got in a coma, did she go to the hospital? Now, cause that costs money. But I couldn't get, but the Lord couldn't get his money. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she's not disrespecting me. She's disrespecting the Lord. Yeah. This ain't and, about me. And I'm not going to stand for it. Mm-hmm. This I'm is- here to collect all his cash. Mm-hmm. Well, Pastor, are you 
So what what ministries are you giving the money to? Uh, don't worry about all that. First of all, uh, it's going to the building fund. You know, we're going to add an extra wing. We, we ain't got um, no donor option yet. And, uh, you know, the air conditioning, we're still working on that. We're going to get that working, uh, hopefully, Lord willing, 2015. I know <laughs> you just got your new, um, new vehicle out there. Well, you um, know, membership has its privileges. Uh, and that's a members only vehicle. Uh, the member is me. So it's a church vehicle. No, it's the only members, members only, only member is me. <laughs> so it's your vehicle. Yeah, you best remember that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> I think I need to have a meeting with some of the deacons. Yeah, I think you do need to have a meeting. Uh, but ah. unfortunately, you're not on the membership board. You need to pay uh, your tithes. Uh, so uh, don't do it. You think he be hunting people down like child support? But like, you ain't paid in 10 years. He said, they must be making good money because they don't even check. <laughs> like when the church don't be making money they come to your house knock on your door look right. in your refrigerator yeah right. they keep the i told you the uh sick and shut in list that's real yeah. i noticed you guys ain't been to church lately and your money's been missed mm-hmm. uh well you know times are tight mama got sick we had to put in the hospital we really don't have the money right now oh well, that's a shame because i'm looking in here and i noticed you got the actual hot pockets and you could have just got brand. you could have just got raymond pride mm-hmm. oh but anyway, you know, let I, I really came to, to discuss this automatic draft payment um, <laughs> that we can set up with your account. That on every Sunday, uh, we can just withdraw for a slight fee uh, that'll be added on. You know, you won't even notice it. Just it'll it'll just be a weekly. It's like that for real. It'll just be a weekly contribution. It just calculates ten percent of what you got paid that week, or ten percent of what's in though. Yeah, it just uh, (laughs) whichever, whichever one one is greater, whichever is more, right? Whichever one is greater, (laughs) whichever is more. Uh, Now, if you'd like a fixed donation of two hundred dollars, we can we can just go ahead. We can make the arrangement whatever you need for the, week, it to be. But, but the so weekly you can minimum. Maintain your membership, right? You, <laughs> you can always use the weekly minimum of a hundred dollars. Yes, but we do understand that you know for some people you might have technical difficulties. We also offer a credit card for you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's, and that's why I'm here personally because I didn't want there to be any any technical difficulties. Um, we with will you. we will actually you know because your mom is sick and shut down shut in. We do actually offer some chauffeur services for the church, mm-hmm, for the members. We will drive her to the bank. For a nominal mm-hmm. fee. And, have her, and help her take the money out. Mm-hmm. All she has to do is pay expenses plus gas. Mm-hmm. And uh, we will help get her 10% out for the Lord. Mm-hmm. So make sure you secure your seat in heaven because uh, they're going fast. And uh, we will hate for you to miss out. They be calling, I wonder if they be calling your house like the season ticket holders for the, <laughs> the season ticket sales for the Hornets be calling my house and shit. These tickets are going fast. Heaven is not getting bigger. <laughs> yeah. Now we got a road trip. So make sure you gotta get in there. You want to get in on the ground floor. Oh, it's, oh, it's confirmed that, you know, I, I spoke with Jesus myself. Uh, and I confirmed, I confirmed our seats, but it's, a, it's a limited amount. He- heaven will never be cheaper than it is right now. Mm-hmm. For a limited time only, get in for 4%. Because next year, it will be going up. Yep. Uh, we normally accept the 10%. One of you negotiates with yeah, you. Yeah, we, we're just for inflation. Yeah, we normally take 10%, but, you know, times are hard. So we're mm-hmm. willing to move it down to 7% just for you. That's a members-only special. 
Now, the Bible pastor, though, said just 10%, though. It's... I know he ain't offered to get them 50 years of ties back. <laughs> He'll pay some of them funeral yeah, costs, the right. hospital bills. Well, since I can't get buried, can I get my fucking money back? Um, a near west side man was ordered held on $50,000 bond Sunday at the prosecutor said he called 911 while pulled over by police and reported a fake shooting hoping he could get out of traffic tickets he was about to get issued. Mm-hmm. Now, because you said west side, I'm going black. Mm-hmm. Jorge Navarro Jr., oh, no. 23. Hispanic. Now, you said he was going. Okay. <laughs> nah, Jorge. Come on, sir. He was pulled. This is what you said. I didn't say. I didn't know his name first. <laughs> was pulled over by police around 2.40 a.m. Uh, in the midst of the traffic stop, court records state that Navarro called 911, said he heard eight <laughs> gunshots, and that a man had been shot and was lying on the ground a few blocks south of Kilbourne. Several officers drove to the scene with their emergency lights on. When questioned, Navarro uh, said he phoned in the fake shooting. He made the call to get out of several traffic violations. In addition to a felony charge for making a bogus 911 call, court records state that Navarro received tickets for illegal transportation of an open alcohol container, speeding, no seatbelt, driving without the lights, and improper lane usage. How was he still alive? Right. Oh, because oh, he's not black. That's that's the other reason why I know he, he's not black. That's the other reason. Yeah, because <laughs> he should be all these. He's he's a thug. They don't have a nine one one call, man. I want to hear that shit. <laughs> oh man, hola, hola, papi. He's like he like you got the police sirens in the background and shit. He's up there like nah, um, they uh, it's it's a shooting going on right now. Yeah, they, y'all need to hurry up and get them too. He's getting away. Pow, 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 bang. You hear them gunshots? <laughs> yeah, I think it was eight gunshots. About eight, eight of them. About eight of them. He played um, the intro to a rap song. Yeah, right. <laughs> that Pastor Troy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, alright, so guess the race chat room. I heard about this. He would have gotten away for it if he hadn't called back again. Damn, for real? He called back? Stupid. Uh, back wetter than a Jada Fire, Kitheria, and Flower Tucci. Uh, squirt, uh, see, Latino. Oh. One who must have dropped off the other dozen passengers, uh, <laughs> before the cops were involved, Latino. Oh. Plan B was telling the traffic cop, he don't hear, he don't hear. <laughs> Hispanic. Y'all pulling me over? I know I'll set up the perfect decoy. Black idiot. Uh, what have you been like? No, no. <laughs> no, no. You know how fast you were going? No. no. <laughs> me no, me no know how no fast. No, no. <laughs> me no drive fast. <laughs> uh, well, it looks like everybody guessed, man. Uh, well, the correct answer was, uh, Karen, what race do you think he is? That dude right there? Yeah, that dude right there. That's his picture. Like a black dude. Justin missed it. The correct answer is black. Clearly Hispanic. That's right, black. (laughs) Put this picture in the chat. (laughs) (laughs) Can't try to fuck up my numbers. I'm not. I promise. Y'all all all missed it except for whoever said uh, D Nice. Black equal. D Nice got it right. Good job, D Nice. Look at his braid of hair and tell he's not black. But look, he got that part. Got that part, man. Right. That's Only black ma- people got that. Mm-mm. 
Mm-hmm. That look like a part Aaron Hernandez. Nah, it. man, that's a nigger. When the police pull him over, they definitely call him a nigger. <laughs> He's still alive, so we know he's not black with all the crimes he done committed. Mm-hmm. I can't. Uh, that's a Spanish tattoo on his neck. Look, the, the ruling has been delivered. Okay, <laughs> Dude, we can't reverse the we can't reverse the indictment. <laughs> My bad, God y'all. Damn, Ferguson PD. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought I was playing you this. Hey, now you niggas. Hey, now I expect peace in this room. I expect peace tonight. Hey, my hands up. Yeah. I expect peace in this in this chat room. Don't shoot me, bro. My Everybody, hands up. I'm calling for a peaceful um resolution that will start by me whooping y'all's ass and y'all pow, not pow, pow. Right. <laughs> That's right. It's the bonus round of guess the race. So everything's worth. Burn this shut down. Double the race. Uh, Justin is one for one right now. We're going to burn this motherfucking chat down. <laughs> but everybody else is uh, one for one except for D-Nice. That's uh, right. That's right. Thank pretty smart. We burn this motherfucker down. They mm-hmm. protested. Karen, get the lighter behind you. So by the incense box. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's go to this one. Uh, this one apparently happened in... Beatrice? No justice, no peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Police are investigating an attempted suicide at the Scenix gas station here early Tuesday oh, nah, morning. He black. He black. He <laughs> suicide? Yeah. They 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 say suicide. Okay. After a man doused himself in gasoline <laughs> and lit himself on fire. Oh. Mm-hmm. Police chief Bruce Lang and said Matthew R. Ludman, 27, uh, went to the gas station around 5.15 a.m. wearing blue jeans but no shirt or shoes. Oh, well, he should have got no service. He's on that crunk juice. He took the gas nozzle, turned the gas pump on, held the nozzle above his head, poured gasoline on himself, then set himself on fire. He was engulfed in flames for about 10 seconds and tried to pour more gasoline on himself, but a clerk inside <laughs> the station shut off the pump. He tried oh, to put more. Yeah. Oh, He's you, like, oh, this ain't enough. I'm going with White because he was clearly on some meth. Oh, could you imagine the clerk out there <laughs> doing some shit? But like, poof, what is that flame? Ludman then went into the store and chased the clerk outside. <laughs> oh. <laughs> on fl- in flaming? It's getting hot in here. She fled and called police. He then returned back inside the store where he found a pair of scissors on the rack that's for sale. He took the scissors and cut himself vertically up the middle about 18 inches fairly deep. That still hasn't got hasn't gotten done what he wants done. He went to where there was selling ice scrapers. He took an ice scraper, attempted to cut his uh, carotid artery in his neck on the right side. <gasps> this dude was terrible at killing himself. <laughs> Lang said Officer Robert Soto arrived uh, before Ludman could inflict further injury on himself. Soto was able to deploy the taser and subdue the individual. Ludman was non-compliant th- throughout that at the re- different points. He didn't show the typical pain signs that somebody who's being tased shows. It hurts. He has a voluntary muscle response, but not a pain response. Ludman was flown to Lincoln for treatment for life-threatening injuries. He was in critical condition Tuesday. When did the fire go out? Like, right. Was, did he run so fast? He f- sounds like it out? sounds like it went out right away. Like he tried. That's why he tried to get some more gas because he was like, "Shit, this ain't enough." Uh, oh, like yeah, it's not. It's not. It's, gas doesn't burn the way people think. 
Like in movies oh. and shit, they make it seem like a little trickle of gas. Cause his skin you can make it lead to something else and the right. flame would just blow up the whole gas station. Like, yes, pants probably well, he had it all on up. his head too. He said he doused on his yeah. head. That means his hair burnt immediately. Mm-hmm. Scalp looking crispy and melted all right. at the same time. <laughs> yeah. He white though. Um, <laughs> it says, uh, Lane, they still don't know why he tried to kill himself. Uh, and he cut himself too. Mm-hmm. He on the bath salts of that meth. Well, he's an Idaho native who most recently worked at Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and has no history of substance abuse or mental illness. Um, uh, he was acting kind of strange, but as we all know, there are people acting strange that don't necessarily rise to the level of needing to do anything about him. The chief said. Um. So anyway, uh, Justin says white. Mm-hmm. All right, let's check the chat room and see what they believe the race to be. One who knows that the cops are about to find uh, the bodies in the basement serial killer white. Toasted white marshmallow. Uh. He wasn't quite enough to catch the store, quick enough to catch the store clerk white. Oh. <laughs> uh, I was, I wish it was Darren Wilson white. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Uh, baked potato innards, uh, says Joe Spacely. Um, the correct answer is, and uh, everybody who guessed got it, white. That's the stupidest, dumbest way to kill yourself, honestly. <laughs> like, that's if you want to kill yourself and make a point. Like, I'm, like, just take some pills and die quietly in your own house, man. What are you doing? I can't. He stabbed himself with some scissors, man. It cut upward. Yeah. I bet it was over a woman, too. Oh, I hope He not. seemed like that type of loser. Why won't you go out with me? I'll prove it to the world. <laughs> He's like, what? They canceled the middle? <laughs> no. Why is this selfie at a wedding? Because uh, he'll never be lonely. loved. Yeah, <laughs> lonely. He probably, he'd been looking at the news and seeing Charles Manson got a wife and... He's like, why, why am I still alone? What's wrong with me? Uh, all right, man. Looking like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah. It does now. Like with the, the burn marks. Let's do this last story. It's about sword ratchetness. Uh, where's my sword ratchetness drop? Where is it at? Salem, a woman who brandished a sword at her ex-boyfriend in the Salem apartment they once shared will spend a year of unsupervised probation. That's it? Unsupervised? She a woman. What is unsupervised probation? That means that mean you just do free. what she want to do. That's right. bullshit. Is she white? Lorraine DeShins admitted to sufficient facts on a charge of assault with a dangerous weapon. The sword she waved at the man on August 28th. Lucien's told a judge that she believed her ex was off his medication and that she was in fear when she grabbed the sword. Prosecutor Patrick Collins said the sword came about three feet from the victim. The incident led to the seizure of several swords and other weapons from the apartment. Keep in mind, she's saying that this dude was off his medication and dangerous. 
so why y'all have so many swords in the house because it's white privilege she still feel like he not gonna touch me the shades attorney asked salem district judge robert brennan if he would order police to return those items brennan said he would agree to a written request don't use them just display them they're just for display defense reassured the judge if she stays out of trouble for the next year a case will be dismissed now think about that she can have the guns back oh basically you know like if it, think about it if i said hey you try to kill someone with a gun hey you can have the guns back but for display only well this is a sword so you can have the sword back oh. the sword that you use to threaten somebody right quote, quote unquote display only well he was the one crazy not her this is what's wrong with the goddamn society of the world that's the real problem we'll be back tomorrow with jl covan uh of the righteous prick podcast um and uh thank you justin man you have uh yes we'll we'll have justin back for premium people tomorrow to do balls deep so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll we'll figure out what time we're going to do that tomorrow and uh everybody else man have a happy uh thanksgiving if we don't hear from you before then uh everybody that uh um shows up tomorrow um at 7 p.m we'll see y'all with jl coven until Mm -hmm. then love you i love you too baby